Oh, man, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is uh, Ron G of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. We have run into some uh, unexpected, unexpected technical difficulties, difficulties here. here. Um, um, and and uh, uh, so it pushed so us back, back a little bit. Uh, but uh, welcome to welcome the show, to the Brandon, Brandon and Kurt. And Kurt. We, what's happening? <laughs> we, we are all we are in the all same, same room, room, but on three different, different setups, setups, three different mics. Different mics. Um, um, what we tried what we to tried do, to unfortunately, unfortunately, didn't work, didn't work. And, and you probably hear a little bit of an echo, so, so uh, we, apologize we apologize for that. For that. Hill, Club, Hill Club, do me a do favor. Me can, favor. You can you tell me if you me hear an echo? Can you hear an echo? Hill Club? All right, folks. All right, the, All only, the, the only, only solution, solution I know, I know to, fix to fix this is do like we did at Brandon's house and record on one mic. Folks, I'm, I apologize um, for, uh, oh, it's, so you're not hearing an echo now? Oh. Okay, he says he's not hearing an echo now. All right, so that's a good thing. That's a good thing. All right. All right, what do you say? This is an absolute shit show. Um, what I can do, I can bring this table back over there. I've got a uh, a chair in my, in the closet. I can bring that out, and we can all three sit on either sides of the table and record using this mic. That's the only way we're not going to get any echo. Kurt, are you hearing echo? Brandon, are you? Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not... But I don't hear the thing. Yeah, I don't hear you through the headphones, though. I don't know why. Let's watch this. As soon as I turn that on, you hear echo, don't you? Let's see. Look, y'all don't hear echo now either? Yeah, I don't hear echo. Hey, what, look, look, what's wrong with it? I, I don't know what we did, folks. Um, it's called uh, trial and error. <laughs> yeah, there, there is a little bit of an echo. So I'm going to try to, y'all might get the Midnight Love DJ Ryan tonight. Boy, you hell. Um, we're, we're sorry, y'all. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit of an echo. This is, this is going to annoy the shit out of me, I think. Um that don't really hear it either. I guess I'm the only one picking it up. Let me. All right. Well, we'll continue. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yeah. Um, welcome to the season finale of the Wrestling with My Thoughts podcast. Um, we'll go ahead and get Hill Club on here. Hill Club, go ahead and send uh send your request to join us, and we'll get you in here. All right, Hill Club is joining us. 
What's going on, Hill Club? How you doing, man? Hey, guys. Happy belated. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, sorry about the technical difficulties. Huh? I've been seeing you guys have been on a little bit of a rough patch tonight. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this has been horrible. Um, not exactly sure what's wrong, but yeah, this has been horrible. It's one of those things when technology works, it's cool, but when it don't, it is absolute. It's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I can hell. It is absolute hell. Um, we can recover. Yeah. We can we can recover. We can recover. Yes, sir. Yeah, you guys recovered that very well now. So let's see. Trying to, Trying to go in go and, and share the new link, link because, because uh, uh, yeah, nobody, nobody knows we're on, on this one. one. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I don't have it. Hold on one second. I got you on some of the people I know. I can send links to them. So, how's everybody's holiday Thursday? It was good. Yeah, I can't, uh, huh. I can't complain, man. Um, I think the only problem we had in our family, somebody threw up in my sister's bathroom and just left. Didn't tell anybody. Damn. Ooh. Yeah, that's not good. No. <laughs> so. Goddamn. <laughs> that's yeah, a fight. Huh? That's just wrong. That is a fight. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. She just bust her ass on that chair. You saw that? <clears throat> Oh, I know, huh? Uh, that was your holiday here, Club. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Mom wasn't feeling well and everything to cook, so I decided, hey, take a chance and not burn the house down and cook. <laughs> 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 and and to lo and behold, everything came out good. So I'm like, oh, thank you, God. That's good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah well, hey, it's a good thing. It's a good thing the house is good, good thing. Yeah. I'm gonna get situated gonna and have, situated uh, and have uh, myself together. I'm myself setting everything up for the new link on the on the Facebook group page. Yeah, and I'm sending out the uh, links to people I know that were waiting to come in, and they yeah. said they would be on. Just joined the show too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this right here. This right here. We've had technical difficulties in the place. Southern Fried is in the building. Yep. There you go. Adam, go ahead and send me a request. We'll get you on the panel as well. All right. Adam's on. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Queen Charlotte ain't here cleaning house. Yeah, she is. Her hair reminds me of her dad's hair when it was really long. <laughs> I know, right? That brings it back to the days. Yeah. What's going on here? All right. So, let's get this party started. Um, Adam, if you would like to join, just go ahead and send us a, uh, a message. No, we can't hear you at all, Adam. You're not even on the... Uh, you're not in the panel. You no, you gotta get on. Yeah, you got to get on there. Call in. There we go. Yeah, there we All go. Right. I had to turn the Podbean microphone. Yeah, man, it's oh god. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> can you guys hear me now? 
I may need yes, to we can hear you. you. Well, loud and clear. Loud and clear. I mean, all right, good deal. I may need to sit with you, Adam, and, and take some notes on how to hook all this shit up. <laughs> I think this. I think it's probably pod being more than anything else, <laughs> well, from what I understand. It's like it's like. Brandon but said, I just. No, go yeah. Ahead. No, I was, I was listening as I was waiting to drop in. I was listening to talking about burning the kitchen down. Like, if you did burn your kitchen down, you could play <laughs> Seth Rollins' theme. So there would be cool. So you could at least have a wrestling yeah, reference out of, know, that, out of that. Came across my mind. There you yeah, go. It never came across my mind. There you go. See, that's a nice tip for next year. <laughs> also, do they not have enough women on the roster to have a ten man or a ten woman uh, uh, war games match? Yeah, I'm so, not sure what they're doing. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. So, but ladies, it's four. Wait a minute. It's four on four. Just now. Yeah. I just want to let you know, we, we started late because we had some technical difficulties. We didn't exactly get them squared away, but we did uh, find a way to get us all on here at the same time. We're joined by uh, George, a.k.a. Hill Club, and we're joined by Southern Fried Championship Wrestling Representative Adam. Thank you both for joining us. Um, I hope everybody enjoys this. Adam, how was your, your Thanksgiving, man? Oh, man, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's worse when you got to go to work the next day, but it was a, it was a fun show. We had an amazing main event, a dog collar match, three hundred and sixty four days, and one more day it would have been a forty year anniversary of the Roddy Piper and Greg Valentine uh, dog collar match. So we were very uh, very proud to have that on a Thanksgiving Day show when they did Starcade okay. uh, back in eighty three. So, nice. uh, um, yeah, so. We had a very good show. I was working on editing that some today, and the uh, the main event from that show, an hour uh, match between the Anarchy heavyweight champion Nick Halen and the Southern Fried heavyweight champion Michael. Well, I call him Michael Judas, but Judas from the NWA. Uh, they ran about an hour match uh, for the uh, for the uh, title unification match for both of those uh, both of those titles, which is amazing. So. That is already up on our YouTube channel, and uh, the rest of the show will be up sometime, probably next week sometime. We'll have to figure that one out. So, But, yeah, really good show. Um, good crowd, you know, for, for uh, Thanksgiving, for a holiday, um, you know, but uh, it was a good show. Thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem, man, no problem. Yeah. Yep. People will probably be uh, surprised to know that, that Thanksgiving Day used to be a big day for us. Um, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not anymore as much, but yeah, it used to be a huge day for wrestling, actually. Um, so, um, yep. myself, I, uh, I had a pretty good week. I had a pretty good, um, pretty good Thanksgiving. Uh, I did get some discouraging news. I did find out that uh, my vision has uh, fallen below the legal standard uh, to be able to operate a um, a motor vehicle. So. Ron is no longer. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, you have to have a, it's, it's 2060 vision in one eye and a, um, a field division of 100, at least 140 degrees. And apparently I gosh. both of those. So, um, yeah. Uh, so pretty big change, changes coming up in my life. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm trying to take it in stride. I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you. Um, and, and the weight of it and, and the reality of it hasn't really hit me yet. I told Kurt and Brandon earlier 
that uh, was cleaning up the apartment and getting everything ready for them to come over. And I was like, oh, I'll run out and get a few things. I'm like, oh, wait, I can't run out and get a few things. <laughs> so, Damn. So what about you, Kurt? How was, uh, how was your weekend? Your Thanksgiving? It was good. Everything was good. Enjoyed a holiday with family. Stuff, stuff, stuff. You, Brandon? Well, yeah, it was pretty I guess, good. I guess, I guess uh, about the same thing since y'all probably yeah. Yeah, but you know this this particular Thanksgiving, I actually got to spend it with both sides of my family, and that was a first. Okay. And so Damn, did Brent. a whole did a whole lot did a whole lot of driving, a whole lot of driving, but it was worth it. Yeah, and Brandon, didn't you learn something after 19 years? Something secret came out finally. Man, okay. Do, do, do you mind if I tell this story? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm it's, down with that. It's hilarious. All right, so yeah, I I I put it on the post. That's how you know. So, because it's funny. So, um, 19 years ago, um, my sister got married, and we went up to the cabins or whatever, and I fell asleep on the couch. I woke up the next morning, and I you know trying to go get myself together, and me. Now I'm already blind because I can't see. So I wear, you know, I wear glasses and contacts and everything. And so I'm looking in the mirror, and I was like, something don't look right. <laughs> and, and come to find out, my half of my eyebrow is missing. And I'm like, what the fuck? How did that happen? And so I'm going around the house, and um, my step <laughs> my stepfather's like, I said, hey, I said, did somebody? But, but did somebody like mess with my eyebrow or something? And my stepfather, he's sitting over there laughing, me not knowing at the time that he was in on it. So he's sitting over there laughing, like, did you go? And he was like, did you go in my own? Uh, did you go in the refrigerator and get by, get you about one or two of them beers last night and snuck them and we didn't know about it? <laughs> at this time, I'm a teenager, so I'm like, I ain't got no business drinking, right? And so I'm like, no. Like, and so I was trying to figure that I had to walk around like that for months because it took a long time for my eyebrow to grow big. I'm thinking like maybe the couch snatched my eyebrow off or something. But it couldn't have been because it was cut in a perfect line. So I've been, I've been, I've been like trying to figure this out for the last 19 years of my life. Like, what the hell happened to my eyebrow? So today, uh, when I went to go meet up with Kurt, so we can come down here to Ron's house. Some kind of way, we was talking about something, and we ended up getting, and we ended up getting on that subject. And I was like, man, somebody, I said something happened to my eyebrow, and I still ain't figured it out. And my, and uh, Kurt, what did my sister do? <laughs> and so she was looking and so basically she was just looking around like I ain't been telling nobody I did it or whatever and Kurt like Kurt didn't even know what the hell we was even talking about and so he was looking like wait a minute Chris, why, why you turned around looking like that you did it and then she just started crying hits <laughs> what you hits what you saw so and it's it's very it's very rare that I post like anything like anything like that. But I'm like, nah, I'm like, this is too this this is good. This is too good. Yeah. And so too good. <laughs> and so fine and so you know, fine you know, and everybody's cool with it. So fine so finally, um yeah, she yeah, I, I shaved your eyebrow in your sleep. And I'm just trying to figure out like how in the hell did I not wake up? Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. But I'm a slip I'm a heavy sleeper, so I done slept through so many things. I done slept through shootouts, earthquakes, um you name it. I done slept through it. I think I slept through a fire one time in another building, not my ass. Kurt, I, I slept through all kind of stuff. So, Kurt, I, I just want to tell you that uh, the missus might be 
slick with a knife, so I would watch myself. She shaved his eyebrow. <laughs> Man, that was in the cut. And just the, the even funnier part is, my stepfather took that to his grave. He never told on my baby sister ever. It's just any time that would come up, he would just laugh to the point he was crying, and he still was like. <laughs> You know you wouldn't drop some of that beer I had in the refrigerator. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> God, do I get in? I was like 14, so I was like, I ain't getting in trouble. I'm not. I ain't that stupid. My mom in the house. I ain't that stupid. <laughs> and so, yeah, that. But yeah, he, he took that. That man took that all the way to his grave. I said, now, and so now, and so now, I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. What other secrets you had? There's a whole lot of stuff I've had come up missing over the years, and I still don't know what happened to it. So she probably knowing my baby sister, she probably had something to do with it. So, yeah, that was like the highlight. Besides, besides us doing this, here, that was like the highlight of my day. I'm like, I finally solved it all these years. And, I never, and to be honest with you, I never would have thought that she would have actually shaved my eyebrow. She's done a lot of things, but I didn't think she would actually take off some of my hair. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And she did. It took. You know, you know, don't I realize how long it took for my eyebrow to grow back? Same. Months. <laughs> so. Oh man, that's hilarious. Man, that's bullshit. And the, and the, the, the funnier thing is that you didn't know for 19 years. No, I didn't know. That's I really legitimately thought I thought that the couch ate my eyebrow. That's what I thought. Oh my god. Yeah. Good. I, I good thing you didn't I, use I, any pencils. Let's trace it over. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, I say, hey, it grow big. And he wouldn't do it today if I would have just looked like. Why are you looking off? Into I wouldn't the- have had no idea. I wouldn't have had no idea. You just looked off to the right, like looking up there, and I'm looking like, hey, why are you looking off like that? Hey, look, she, she did. Just, she over there crying. Some, some tears running down. Like real face. tears. She was laughing now. Yeah. And I was like, you did. That's <laughs> so we got, we got, we got uh, the uh, women's. That was mad. I got mad all over again. Like, I walked around for about four or five months with half eyebrow, man. Like, <laughs> and I'm bad folks. They like, what happened to your eyebrow? Man, I don't know. The couch ain't it. I don't know. All right, so we got the, <laughs> the, the couch ain't it. <laughs> the women's war games match going on right now. Um, I like all of the women in the match, but I'm not a fan of. I don't know. I, I'm a. I like. See, this is what I don't like. The, the, the fire, fire extinguishers, the weapons. weapons. Fuck, man, when 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 Dusty and them did the the war games matches, if there was a weapon involved, it wasn't just blatantly used; it was snuck and used. Somebody talked yep. it in or something like that. You know, this is just a, uh, you know, a, a, an excuse to have a, a hardcore match. Okay, it's the two yeah. things I don't like about this. I don't know why they pushing this chassis lady. And then this other one that looked like a little girl right here about to get up. Carrie Zane. Yeah, I I don't get it. Did anybody notice though that the fans were booing Shotzi because they wanted a table and he she did not bring out a table. She brought all chairs. No, we, and we the fans just wrong. boo the heck out of them. Oh. Is she bleeding? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It looks like Charlotte was bleeding and Bailey well, Becky was bleeding. Oh, so they let the oh shit! So, so the, yeah, they're letting, the they're letting it go right on her head. The funny thing is, I'm the blind guy. And I'm sitting the furthest away from the TV. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, the irony! Yeah, shots Get binoculars. No, I know what I'm doing. I'm about to turn on my laptop. I was about to say. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I oh, mean, you can switch. I can come over there. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll, I'll turn on the, the uh, laptop. That's right here. Got my trusty adult beverages and a Coca-Cola. I'm good. Oh. Is that on the market? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think there'll be any of that today. I think it was some no. corn. What y'all think? I think it was a cornstarch they was using. What y'all think? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't real cocaine. You know that? I think it was some cornstarch. Maybe they said cornstarch. That's the one right there. It was gold Bailey? flowers, the ghetto boy says. What's her name? Bailey. Bailey, okay. Bailey, Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, Shazzy got some you color. Know, you know, the what one with the bigger ass. Yeah, Bailey got kind of fine. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh-huh. Bailey, hey, man, Bailey thick. Yeah, very. Thick. Adam, you still yeah. there? He, on, he said he jumped on another call. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bailey's. So what does everybody else? I know Ron had an opinion about this, but what does everybody else think that how AEW is showing Rampage and then Collision tonight? Stupid as shit ever. Stupid. Thank you, thank you. Stupid. Agreed, one hundred and ten percent. Why would you show this on a night when competitors are going to be on and it's going to be a major? But not. Paper but not only that, you know, nobody's going to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's watching Survivor Series. Who watches right? Rampage? Who would watch Nobody. Rampage in the first hour? Exactly. Nobody. Nobody. And AEW Collision. Has anybody watched it? Nope. No. Nope. No. <laughs> I mean, Tony Khan, you know, he thinks he's, you know, smart booking. You need a, this you need a no man. Dumb around. booking. He needs somebody yeah. to say, no, we're not doing it. No. Yep. Have it on Friday night. Friday night. The, the, but they may not. Listen, man, I, I would work for him for free and say, no, Tony, we're not doing that. <laughs> Tony, we are not doing that. No, hell no. You make, you make yourself look like a damn asshole. Yeah, and, especially and then, now. And then they promoted it a week in advance with no matches. Right. And especially now that AEW is saying that the young bucks, major stars, are going to take a break. So, obviously... You know, something else that Tony Khan's not well aware of doing things real, you know, smart. Yeah, it just makes no sense. No. Mm-hmm. But Bailey, she just got three five. Mm-hmm. Hey, every chance they get, they get somebody get a shot, a nice shot of her. So by the end of the night, they're going to get a Bailey tribute post on Twitter. Yeah, it's like, what I was going to say, I dropped out for a minute there because I was getting the uh, the laptop set up. Okay. Um, but what I was going to say, what do you do if they're they're preempted by the NHL? I mean, then they didn't they they couldn't show it Friday night. I don't know if they are or not. I'm just throwing that out. There. I mean, I guess I could. But don't but, but don't try to do it today. They could have did this tomorrow. Yeah. Or or had a show earlier in the day. Exactly. But they only they promoted this a week out. Well, I mean, not, not even a week. They they wasn't, no, it wasn't even a week. They didn't even have any matches advertised. Oh, I hate you. Yeah, didn't they do this stuff like the day before Thanksgiving? They announced this. I really hate these guys, right? Here. Not on pretty, 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 pretty,
pretty deadly. Oh, no. These guys. Yeah, boy. (laughs) Pretty deadly. They're pushing these guys, you know? I don't know. I don't know why. They're supposed to be like the new Beverly Brothers or something. Look at our truth. My boy. You know, Brandon, I was just thinking that last night when I saw him on SmackDown. I was like, oh, my God. It's like Bowen Blake all over again. Yeah. Don't wait. Look, the only way that I know who the Beverly Brothers are, because I went on that when when YouTube first come out came out, I used to just sit and watch, listen to wrestling music sometimes, and that shit popped up, and I'm like, that sounds like something you sound you see out of Sonic. Yep. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you: Do y'all, y'all think that uh, that Ron Killers looks fifty one? No, no, not at all. No, he still looked the same way he did when he was twenty one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the exact same. Yes, the exact same. Oh my God! He's run the truth, run the truth, run the truth, killers. Run the truth, killers. Yeah, first black, was, first African American NWA champion, legitimately. And the truth was, remember which pay per view it is. Yep. Run the truth, killers, boy. That's a he is a bona fide legend. In this business, I don't know that go as far as legend. He's a legend. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll I'll say he's a legend. <laughs> what do you say, Kurt? Legend? Legend? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think he's a legend. Not even a legend. He's a legend. He's he's a legend in my book. That, that, that's my time. I'm pretty much watched man whole career at this point. So, well, I mean, yeah, how many times has he been 24 seven champion? So let me say this: I'm not mad at you thinking that, and I almost was about to say, but I just, uh, I think the comedy took away from. Me. I, I don't. No, I, 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 I do agree, agree with that. that. So at one point in time, uh, our truth, when he runs the truth, killings. That's my favorite version of him. Mm-hmm. Yep. That he was the real deal. The real like deal. Like the real deal. The real deal. And I think that he should have been. I think he could have been champion a couple more. Should have been champion a couple more times. Absolutely. Especially in the WWE, I think he could have been. I don't know about a world champion, but I think he could have been a hell of a. He um, could have been a world champion. Actually, he did have a championship match, maybe once or twice. So. Yeah, but did. like as far as like just having a run with the Intercontinental Championship and that whole that you know run the truth and all that shit. He was legit. He was. He was. He was. He was like. He was legitimate. And that shit that pissed me off about Vince, where you don't have to ruin people's career. They keep them to where they work. Yeah. You gotta yeah. Make fucking jokes and all that. Yeah. Because I remember he came. He, I remember when he he came out to no music. He all he heard was the truth. I set you free. And he'll come out there and just talk his shit. And I was just like, this, this, that's the TNA run two killings right there. Let me, let me ask this. And then what, it turned into a comedy act. What y'all so. think about the, uh, the no sideburns look? Yeah. I tried that one time and it looked like a dumbass, so I never did it again. Yeah, same here. Well, well, run. At least you ain't have to walk around bald with no facial hair for seven years of your life. Oh, God. If he walked around bald, oh, my God. No, remember when I, hey Kurt, you remember when I was doing security, Brian? I hadn't met you yet. You remember when I was doing security and I was just bald and I ain't had nothing but a mustache? <laughs> a pencil mustache at that. Your, your name I ain't have nothing. Your name was Chester back then. No, my name was Bill. <laughs> Bill. Not, not so big Bill. 
No, no, Bill, Lil Bill. Ever seen that cartoon, Lil Bill or Caillou? Oh, yeah, gotcha. Oh, wait. I was one of somebody called him one of the California Raisins. Um, California Raisins. Somebody called him one of the California Raisins. Um, what's the other one? What's the, 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 the candy? Milk uh, Yeah, Milk Dud. Milk yeah. It was terrible. Uh, yeah, but, you know, road session. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't, man don't. I hated I hated that sh- I hated that shit so much, man. And then finally, and this is at the last maybe six months I was working at that job full time, whatever. They start they begin to let up on the facial hair rule, and so I grew all my. That's not grew my beard back and everything. And hey, this, I, this peacock hair suck ass. It does. This shit is fucking terrible. But if you don't want to watch commercials, pay the two, pay the extra five dollars. Well, God pay. <laughs> no, you know what? I've actually thought about it. I have actually thought about it. Like I don't want to see these damn. They don't, they don't. It's not. They don't feel right to watch a damn pay per view. You got to see commercials. That's the point of damn pay per view. Okay. Yeah, who remembers back then watching pay per view with commercials and not? Me. Yeah, it was no commercials. I ain't worried about no fucking commercials. Unless if you were watching WCW pay per views, then you're seeing some of commercials. You did back in the day. No, but what? What? No, what? No, what? No commercials like the, the Mean Gene Hotline or something? Yeah, something like that. But that's all right. It's related to the show. Or you'll see, or you'll see a Slim Jim commercial. Yeah, so I, I just think so that I, I that, that think takes that away from, that to me from the, to the, the I don't know the the pomp and circumstance of a, of a pay per view because this is just oh, a yeah. glorified yeah. version of Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This ain't no. If you're gonna have commercials, let it be related to the actual product that we're watching. To promote a match or something, please, or promote a show. Promote the next pay per view. Hey, Promote somebody returning for crying out loud. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched it or not, but I was watching the pre-show, and the pre-show had an entire Roman Reigns is the one, you know, the one millionth day reign, blah, blah, blah. There's no one going to mm-hmm. defeat Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I'm sitting here going, why would you have that right before? They literally had it right before the, the men's war game package that they showed. <laughs> And it was like, why have this big Roman Reigns BJ promo thing that they had? Right. And it just seemed like, yeah. And it's like, it's like, okay, well, who's, you know, if Roman's not there, why are you going to bring out Punk? You know, that kind of thing. So who knows? Now the question is, so, the question is, is he going to be back tonight? That's a good question. Roman Reigns? I don't, no. I don't even think he's signing with WWE, honestly. No, I don't think so either. But a lot of people are speculating that Punk is going to show up. Oh. And I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. It's Chicago. Fine. But that. at other times, he never showed up in Chicago. I told yeah. I told Kurt and Brandon that that happens. They might want to take off their headphones because I'm going to mark out like a little bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I am going to fanboy the shit out of I mean, it's good that we're seeing Randy Orton come back tonight after two and a half years of being there. Yeah, I mean, I've, he makes me want to change the channel when I watch his matches. It's all kind of the same stuff every time. And I, it, he hasn't evolved. Like, you look at guys that have been in, in, in WWE for as many years as he has. Most of the guys that last that long, their character has kind of evolved over time. You've seen Edge change. You've seen Jericho. Well, Jericho 
purposely looked different every single time he came back, you know, because he was taking time off to do touring or whatever and that kind of thing. And, and Miz, for all intents and purposes, has kind of changed who he is a little bit, you know, and he's still kind of a a-hole, but they've always kind of changed their the way they the way they are. Edge Edge did that. Rey Mysterio's kind of done that a little bit. Everything's just kind of changed. Randy Orton has just kind of been the same. I'm going to do the same stuff all the time. The move sets the same. Nothing changes. The pacing of his matches they're all laid out the same. Uh, it's just nothing that's there. Even Seth, even Seth Rollins been in the business or in the in the WWE for a decade. He's he's changed himself over the years. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still doing like five, he, five different yeah, times. Yeah, he's still doing that stuff he was doing when he turned into the Viper. When he went yeah. home, when he morphed from the Legend Killer to the Viper. Yeah. Also, I want to throw in Kane in that conversation as well because Kane has evolved his character from the time he started all the way up until he retired. So. Yeah, but it, it's yeah, Adam said that I never thought about that. I never yeah. thought about that. I didn't either. But no, he's, he's literally been doing the Viper thing since forever. forever. Over yeah. 10, yeah, but the thing is, give you an excitement too that if Orton does come face, he is coming back tonight and he had a serious injury. What about like another superstar like Big E who had a serious injury too? Wouldn't that give him hopes to say, hey, if Orton can come back, maybe I can come back too? No, he's been talking about it, but the doctors haven't cleared him. Yeah. Because although he's 100% healed, it's still... Yeah, even though he's 100% healed, but if he lands the wrong way, it's over with. Bumper, thank you for joining us. If you want to join in on the panel, uh, just send a, a request to join. We'll get and you I thought that uh, Daniel Bryan had the same kind of injury that Big E did, too, because I was very surprised to him come back and with um, yeah. Soraya. Who, Daniel Bryan? Same, wait a minute, yeah. he, had same, yeah. he had the same neck injury? No, I, I thought it was like the same. No, Bryan's thing was concussions. Yeah, Bryan's thing was, uh, was concussions and seizures. Yeah. WWE oh, yeah, was worried about him having another concussion and having a seizure, and so. Um, but thankfully, he works at AEW where it's everything super safe. Oh yeah! Yeah. 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 Yeah, I did. Sorry. It wasn't necessarily yeah. bloody. Um, well, it wasn't bloody at all, but it was such a stiff fucking match. Ladders weren't given way, and, and it's just, it's insane. Yeah, the, the issue, uh, well, I, like I said, I haven't seen the match. So I'm not entirely sure what, what went on in the match and everything, but, you know, they've only uh, there's only a few people that are in that locker room that have really done a lot of ladder matches and those guys are all workers. They're not necessarily backstage guys. You're going to have a, uh, you know, abyss, uh, you know, Chris Park, he's backstage with WWE. You've got guys that have done ladder matches back there. I think probably Dean Malenko might be the only one at, at AEW that's really got a, a, a good ladder match history there in the locker room or that's in, in production there. Um, well, Jerry Lynn's there, I guess, but they really didn't use good mat, good good ladders either. They killed each other too. he was in, in, in ECW where like they just didn't get the shit. I'm surprised no. those guys could still walk. Yeah, well, I'm, still I'm surprised. I'm gonna tell you, limping and they're walking. Yeah. Oh, I tell you one guy. I can't believe Spike Dudley can move. Man, oh, oh man, tell me about it. Oh my god, tell me about it. Oh my god. And you know, you, you know what the funny part is. Yeah. Spike said most of that shit didn't hurt. 
It was wasn't that bad. You learn how to fall, I guess so. But I mean, yeah, you getting thrown into the crowd and onto the floor, and you know all kinds of stuff. And that dude's got some pain tolerance, is what he's got. Bubba Ray used to absolutely obliterate him with that power. Yeah, I've never even Brock did it too. I I've never seen anybody power bomb power bomb somebody as badly as as. Bubba did Spike. But Bubba damn near, Bubba was trying to put him through the ring. Yes. Brock was trying to, Brock, Brock, the night Brock Lesnar debuted, I'm like, he's about to put him through the ring. You can hear in the JR voice. So like, let, let he gonna put this, this, um, this dude through the ring. Uh, Kurt, what's, what's your, what's your feeling on Gunther? Where do you, um, where do you think he ranks right now? You think they should elevate him or you think, uh, so that's what I was just about to ask y'all. Do y'all see him being a future world champion? I do. I can see it, yeah. He doesn't have much charisma. Well, at least in this version, he doesn't have much charisma, but I think that actually works for him if he's a heel champ with a, right. with a good baby face to, to chase him. Yes, I think it would definitely work. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm talking I like I know what I'm yep. talking about. <laughs> I mean, but the, the problem is, is they don't really – they don't necessarily have anybody that's poised to take that title off of him, and that's fine. I think that I realistically think that Gable's the guy to take the title off him eventually, but uh, who knows? I mean, who knows what it, what it's going to be? They don't, they're not building anybody. They have so many champions. Um, you know, it's just hard to, to to build guys up and have a long term program where a guy can chase a, chase them, but. I mean, with weekly television and you're seeing the same matches or the same combo of guys every single week on TV, and it's, it gets a little boring at times on weekly TV. But they're having all these pay-per-views, too. Because I will say this, out of all the people they have, WWE has, I can see Gunther being a person to be Roman. Yeah. I can see that. I think so. Somebody's got to turn face, though. Because Roman already kind of is a face. Yeah. No, no, no. So this is the thing. Gunther comes out to challenge Roman. Whoever challenges Roman is a baby face for the most part. But, I mean, mean, realistically, I I think, honestly, it's going to be Jay or Cody that takes the title off of of him. But I I don't know. It's going to be one of those two that ends up taking the title from him. But, I mean, why do it when you're getting ratings that you're getting right now with – Everything else, nothing matters on the pay-per-views anymore. They can just kind of cruise and do whatever they want to do. That's why the AEW pay-per-views are so insane is that that's, that's where they're making their money, but they're not necessarily building to those pay-per-views. If, if AEW built pay-per-views like WWE built pay-per-views, they would, they would triple how many pay-per-views they sold. But half their pay-per-views are, these are the 10 guys that can show up in Chicago next Saturday. This is who's going to be on our pay-per-view. It's just so random, some of the feuds that they have. They just had a tag match between Jericho, uh, uh, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. And it's like, yeah. why is this a sh- why is this a match? Exactly. They were arguing backstage, exactly. and all of a sudden it's a match. So they there's no build. They've been having that match for three years. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a face team versus two other faces, and they've never been really a tag but, team. But, but none yeah. of the problem with AEW is none of their matches make sense. None of them. No. So, so Bumper. Land of the Dream matches. Bumper and Miz in the uh, in the chat there. What do you guys think about uh, Gunther, his reign as champion, um, or U.S. champion, and um, 
you know, do you think he could be a guy that could unseat Roman Reigns? And and Adam, Adam you said something very interesting. You said either uh, uh, Cody or Jay. I don't know that I can see yes. Jay as a world champion. I can. I like him, but I don't know that I can see him as a world champion. I can see him. They have to build him, but the only problem is, is that you have to. He needs to have. There's got to be other people to offset the rest of the bloodline out of the bunch, and so that's why. You know, I mean, to have one guy going against three guys is just like the Imperium being out here with Gunther. It's just you got to have somebody out there to beat one guy. If you had Miz at ringside and then here's um, DIY with Miz and they're outside the ring, uh, you know, running interference for uh, for Imperium, that, then Miz has a shot at this matchup. But knowing these guys are going to come in and interfere, knowing you're going to have Jay and Solo interfere in these matches, all that kind of stuff, knowing all that stuff is going to happen in a match, it really cuts down on how people want to buy a pay-per-view. There's nobody, there's no need for WWE to build a big star to take on Roman Reigns if they don't care about how many pay-per-views they sell. Mm-hmm. That's right. true. That's true. And so there's, the, and there's not even a pay-per-view anymore. They premium live event or whatever this Peacock that, deal is. That phrasing mm-hmm. is bullshit. Damn oh. pay-per-view. <laughs> they don't want to call it a pay-per-view because it makes you think you got to go get a box somewhere to, to get it. But, I mean, but they, they don't have anybody. They don't have a reason to build somebody. WrestleMania is its own thing, and it doesn't matter how many people that you have. But realistically, WWE could make money on this show. You've got the Peacock deal, but make it where you have to pay extra to see this. I would pay an extra 10 bucks to watch this show today. You guys all would do that. You have Peacock anyway. This shouldn't be free. That's why they're stuffing ruffles down their faces. They're trying to make money off of this. They're not so they're, 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 they need to make, they need to, I would pay an extra 10 bucks. I'd pay 19.99 to watch WrestleMania in addition to my Peacock package that I have. And, you know, that kind of thing. They could do that, but they decided not to. They sold, they sold it away with the NBC Universal deal. But whatever they do, that's where the revenue is at. And not, not like they're poor mouthing or anything. They need tons of money. But to, to be able to build something to try and sell a pay-per-view, because realistically I wouldn't pay to see Judgment Day pay-per-view or whatever some of the other minor pay-per-views are, and those could still be free. But these four tent post pay-per-views every year should cost extra on the Peacock cap. You know, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. I so, but about that a couple weeks ago. But Adam, you put yeah. that way better than I could have ever. <laughs> but it said, and I, like I said, I don't understand how. And they're like I said, WWE is making tons of revenue regardless of what they're doing. But I never understood the idea of we're going to get rid of the WWE network and not have it anymore, and it's going to be part of this other thing where you can watch On Patrol live and some cooking show, and yeah. then here's WWE tag, tagged onto yeah, that. Damn. You yeah, know, damn, it's all. The, that WWE yeah. Network was the shit. Yeah, the best part about that was the craziest thing about WWE Network is, is did any of you that are on this chat right now, did any of you guys ever see a commercial on anything else for WWE Network? Ever? No. Well, no. Never. The only time, the only time you they advertised about. something is if it was like a um, like they were debuting a new show or something like that or a new season of a show. But it's but it yeah. has something to do with the product. That's why I never had an issue with it because they're yeah. promoting stuff yeah. on their on their brand, and it was for their product to drive yeah. the viewers to their product. Yeah, 
But if you're a guy that watched the NWO when you were 18 years old, and 15 years later you see a commercial while you're watching the Chiefs game of WWE Network for $9.99 a month, you can relive all the 1997 Raws. You can watch all the 19. If they spent a million dollars on a commercial during the NFL and some dude sitting on his couch goes, holy shit, I totally forgot about Stone Cold. I want to go back and watch this stuff. Nine ninety nine a month. You got a guy there. Hey. Put an ad in Sports Illustrated. Put an ad somewhere. They never spent a dime anywhere else outside of their own product to promote the network. Hey man, not one dime. It was crazy. When I tell you, I had friends. They found out that I had it, and I got a couple yeah. of the homeboys that why they found out we had it. They mm-hmm. went and got it because that's what we did. We we all went back and watched all that old shit. That was the yeah. best ten dollars a month I ever spent in my life. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. You know, you go back and watch World Class and and UWF and all the all the crazy stuff that was on that, that they have during the eighties, and they had all this catalog. It was one of the best things that they did, and then that's where you ended up doing the, getting the pay per views, mm-hmm. and all you still got the pay per views on the pay per view networks yeah. and stuff. But all that stuff was sitting there, and then they had the great programs like the uh, Legends House programs and all that stuff that was just amazing content, and that content's gone now. Yep, yeah. it's all gone. It's just not there. That countdown show, yeah, a bunch of stuff, man. I just think, and maybe, and maybe it's possible. I don't know that they can go back to it now, but I don't know that going to the UFC bunch with this Endeavor group. I can't believe he's winning this like this. There's no way. Wow. No. No. He's kicking. No. Thank you. No. All right. See now, now we all just had a moment that wrestling fans have had since. The beginning of time, <laughs> we we were like, no, 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 you don't get that. And I hate the shit on AEW, but you don't get that with AEW because they kick out of everything fifty times before they yeah. finish. Oh yeah. Well, also, if this was an AEW pay per view, six people would have run in already. <laughs> the whole Imperium, look, the whole Imperium would have ran in yeah. twice. And, and Chris Moxley, Nana would have had his pants down around his ankles by this yeah. point, and Moxley would have gotten juice. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, shout out to um, Prince. Hey, shout out to Prince Nana, nah, nah, man. Yep. Um, but the you know, like I said, I just think that they're giving up a lot of money, and the the stuff with the UFC people. I think that the UFC people are going to finally talk to them and go, "Hey, all right, all right, good deal." Whew. And so I think the <laughs> UFC people are going to go, "Hey, you guys are losing a lot of revenue by not charging money for these shows." You know, and maybe they'll go back to a pay-per-view thing, but I don't know that they can ever do that at this point. But maybe, maybe making it uh, an addition, like you pay twenty bucks to watch both nights of WrestleMania, or you pay ten bucks to watch this show, is an additional thing. You know, because eleven ninety-nine a month for Peacock, what everybody's paying for this app, they can't be getting a good chunk of that. You know, they they can't. They might get a dollar per subscriber or something, possibly. But no one. When I signed up for Peacock, it didn't go. Did you get this to watch um, the British Baking Show, or did you get this to watch WWE? Or you know, they don't ask you what you get it for. So how how do they quantify how much money they're making? I guess I, I don't know. When Originally, I got Peacock to watch football in 4K. What there I you go. Know is how the talent are getting residuals now. It screws them. Oh, yeah, I know that. I'm just because there's. I mean, there's still there's still WrestleMania paydays. I, I know of that, 
but like it's not tied into the revenue of the building. I mean, obviously it's tied into ticket sales and everything, but the, the revenues that the guys back in the eighties and nineties used to get would be, you know, cause it would be three months before they would see any pay-per-view money for a pay-per-view, like the, the money trickling down from the cable companies and satellite companies was about a, about a three month turnaround on those things. Um, so, you know, you had that coming in and then you had the money from the ticket sales at the arena. And so you got a good chunk of that money that was coming in, but, um, the pay-per-view money's gone now outside of the arena sales and merch. Does, does anybody run house shows? I mean, on, on, in terms of AEW and WWE, does anybody run house shows anymore? Oh, WWE does. Okay. I they just don't advertise they do. anymore. Um, they do on the local stuff. Like I'll get, I'll get my Ticketmaster emails and that kind of thing. Um, like when they come in for Monday Night Raw, um, they usually run a show in Macon or Columbus on Saturday and then another place on Sunday and then Monday Night Raw. Um, so they're still running house shows locally or they may be one in Chattanooga. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But the weird thing about those type of house shows is, is that the, the Friday night SmackDown crew, they're doing a Saturday and Sunday house show after SmackDown, whereas the Monday night Raw crew is doing a Saturday and Sunday before Raw instead of after the TV show. So that, that's how, but they're running weekend shows near both cities for the most part. But it's all within driving distance of wherever their, their show is for TV. Did did you all realize the week where they uh, not this week because we're doing it again this week but I think it was last week where they ran Dynamite and uh, and Rampage right there together back to back. You all know that they also filmed the Ring of Honor episode that night. Yes. Yeah. And Ronda Rousey made her debut to like little fanfare. <laughs> um, I I think that the Ring of Honor thing was. I don't think that the Ring of Honor thing was tied in with the AEW taping. I think they're still doing that down in Orlando. I'll, I'll go back and listen to what I listened to because I want to say... I could be wrong, though. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily yeah. trying to argue, but I, I think... And the only reason I bring that up is because I think Cornette and Bryant Lass were talking about it. Okay. And, um, you know, it's just it's crazy. You land a star... Whether she's a good wrestler or not is debatable, but you, you get a star and somebody as well-known as Ronda Rousey, and you debut her to crickets. That's crazy. Well, so what happened was is that they um, – it was an open challenge match to uh, Marina uh, – Shafir, I think is her name. Yeah. It was an open challenge match on the tag team end, and so – What's what's really dumb is is that Athena and Billy Starks I think are baby faces in this in this show, on the show. I haven't watched Ring of Honor in a while, so I may be wrong there. But so they did an open challenge to Shafir, and Shafir brought in Ronda Rousey, and it was not publicized. It wasn't you know a Randy Orton tease like they did earlier. It ended up just her just walking out, and she's not even signed to a contract well, either. Was like a handshake and, deal. Yeah, it was a it was a one one off appearance thing. So. Um, whatever happens, I hope they gave her enough money so she can buy regular wrestling gear. <laughs> so Ronda Rousey became on an AEW show? Yeah. Uh, no, she was on Ring of Honor. On, uh, uh, I can't think of the girl's name. Uh, Athena was her, she was in WWE for a while. She's a girl. Ember Moon. Ember Moon, yeah. She's a Booker T's girl. She trained in Houston. 
And um, so yeah, Ember Moon. She's Ember Moon in WWE. Um, this was like a few days ago. Yeah, this was this past this past week. Yeah. Okay, I'm out of the loop. Yeah, and so but yeah, and that's kind of my point, Kurt. That nobody nobody knew unless you were really following closely. So yeah, but I I think that it would have been like I said. I think that they wanted to pop, but she wasn't. You know, she she wasn't going to be a, a she's not a side e with them. Um, you know, they they probably want to get her to get more wrestling training before they put her on the show. But, more more um, training. Why, why? wrestling training? Yeah. How did she's that, terrible. No, no, no. I, I mean, right. she's not a good sports entertainer. Yeah. Oh no. But I'm saying, yeah. Her name is big enough to do better than what that. That's bullshit. Why would you even do that? And and, and Adam. I, yeah, like I, I said, I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree with you. I think that the reason they did that, they wanted that. Holy shit, pop! But they did that after. Oh yeah. Two hours of of a blase dynamite. An hour after a yeah. show that nobody watches. And, and, yeah, and nobody knows it was on. That's fucking yeah. stupid. That's crazy. Stupid. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, they could have brought her in the Ring of Honor, I mean, into AEW, but the Ring of Honor thing, the tie-in with with Shafir and all that kind of stuff, I think was what what the what the selling point was. But like you said, uh, I forget who said it was a handshake deal, yeah. like a one-off appearance thing at that point. So, yeah. um, you know, it is what it is. There, I mean. Why, she's not going to go there and get out wrestled by everybody on the roster, and it's just, you know, um, in the women's it, division. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a pop, and it is what it is. But her being at Ring of Honor is a nice publicity thing for the Ring of Honor show. I mean, because they are you you do have to pay for that. It's Honor Club. Um, you know, you have to pay for that service, so it's it's cool to go. Okay, well, I'm going to go see one, what happened to Ronda Rousey. And you spend ten bucks, and you sign up for it, and you may not go back and watch anything else. But their shows are entertaining; they've got great wrestling on it, and it's kind of AEW light for what it is. But it's still a developmental territory, you know, for AEW essentially. It's basically NXT uh, with history. Now, but uh, you know, you're bringing up um, them being uh, with the deal and everything being quiet or whatever. For whatever reason, or you said that's good for Ring of Honor. That's what it was. Um, yeah. Did you guys notice, Kurt? I think you'll you'll find this kind of funny um, because of what we've been talking about with NWA. Did you see that NWA Power kind of quietly went on the CW app? That's what Brandon <laughs> told me yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they didn't announce it. They didn't tell anybody. It's just like, oh wow. The most confusing part of it, because I saw, I saw people screen caps or like pictures of their TV, and it said season fifteen, yeah, episode one, episode like episodes, it had eight episodes or something. Season fifteen of what? (laughs) I mean, like, what are what do you do? What do you mean seasons? I didn't understand that at all. It was just. I didn't get that one bit. Like, why is it season 15? Yeah. Same shit Peacock does. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know how long it took me yesterday to find WrestleMania 8, or not yesterday, Thursday or whenever whenever it was? It took me forever to find WrestleMania 18 on the Peacock Network. Damn. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It's terrible. I mean, you almost want to search it on your phone, play it for half a second, and then go to your recently viewed. 
Yeah. That's almost about the way to do it. Was just just sit here and do it with your remote. That is a brilliant idea. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just absolutely revolutionized my experience. <laughs> there you go. You're gonna, see, it's a great wrestling podcast. You learn things. You come for, you come for wrestling, you get life learn. experience. Yeah, you, learn, you, you learn something new every day. There you go. Yep. So. I mean, because you're like, you got to sit here with your remote and just go back and forth and capitalize. And I hate doing passwords on the, on the TV. It's oh, like, man. come on, man. Oh, yeah. man. Especially if yeah. they don't give you that, that, that QR code to just do it off your phone. And you yep. can't do it, man. Oh, my God. Now, Santos Escobar, the abuela, is going to be mad that he took a rug. <laughs> yep. Folks, I want to, I just want to take a moment to, to let you guys know that this will be a two, uh, uh, two-parter episode because of how long the pay-per-view is and the amount of time we are provided on the podcasting platform that we use, which is Podbean. Um, so at some point, probably about an hour and 45 minutes in, we'll take a like a five-minute break and we'll come back with, uh, with a new link and uh, the second half of the pay-per-view. So um, we've hey, got a lot more yeah. to go. <laughs> when is the, your next show? Uh, we're going to be doing December 16th will be our next event. Hey, three days before my birthday. All right. Yep. And that's right when we get up. We go on vacation. All right. Oh. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, and I'm not just saying this because Adam's on the show. Like, when I went, um, I've only had the opportunity to go to one show. But mm. um, those guys put on a great show. It's wrestling like wrestling is supposed to be. It's, it's none of the the... <laughs> to, to quote some people, flippy do shit. <laughs> they uh, they've got good people there. Um, it's a small show. There's not a bad seat. Even if you get um, a quote unquote bad seat, there's not a bad seat there. It's in a it's in a boys and girls club in Monroe. Um, it's it's a well ran organization from what I can see, or promotion from what I can see. Well, hey, speaking of flippy do shit, we about to see some there. Yep. Yes, sir. But it, oh, yeah. this is people who can do it and do it well. Yeah. Got the king. The king. Yeah. What, what did y'all think about um, Dragon Lee replacing Carlito? Because he actually, Carlito's supposed to be in this match. And then they um, kind of rolled him off last night on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. They wrote I me. saw it. it that sucked. I was actually kind of looking forward to seeing Carlito Russell. Same, same. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of like. I wonder what happened with it. Also, I mean, why isn't this Rey Mysterio? Well, Rey Mysterio, he's had knee surgery. Oh, he's hurt. Okay, I got you. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, why is this even on the pay per view if if you can't have. Yeah. Exactly. This must have been Carlito's first week in 13 years. I would think maybe uh, we might. Well, I mean, I don't think that they announce these anymore, but maybe a wellness violation for Carlito. <laughs> I hope not. Hey, he just home. got back. He just I got know. Back. He I mean, you're going to test him beforehand day. anyway. But, like, he was at, you know, at Atlanta Motor Speedway about two years ago, and he was that big, too. So it wasn't. Yeah, true. You know, I mean, he, he could have pulled something. Who knows? Um, you know, it could have been an injury replacement. Yeah, you guys are such cynics. Carlito's definitely- that big because of hard work. Yeah, <laughs> eating apples, eating half of an apple and spitting it out. That's what he does. You know, he just yep. gets the flavor, gets the juices. Hey, man. He, he, he keeps the doctor away, man. That's yeah. what it does. I like, I like, I like, I like grown man Carlito now. Uh huh. 
I agree. Yeah. I, I like him much more than the Caribbean cool uh, gimmick. I was never a fan of any of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and he's a good wrestler too. I mean, I, I enjoy watching his matches. To be to be able to do some of the stuff that he does as big as he is, um, has been yeah. And I mean, uh, he should have been in Legacy, honestly. But you know, that's just me. It is what it is. Yep. Young I agree. I agree with you on that. He should have been. Yeah. Considering who his dad is. Yeah. Well, they had that. Uh, they had the the one Samoan kid for like a week and a half, and then he was gone. I always wonder what um, happened with that. Yeah. Um, I think I may be wrong. From I, I read something not too long ago. I think that he's one of the one of the guys. Um, obviously not Jamie Snooker's kid, but I think I think he was one of the uh, Deuce and Domino. I think he was one of those guys. Oh. But I, I may be wrong there. But I think he's maybe related to one of those guys, possibly. What an ill fated uh, gimmick that was. Yeah, I think that dude's name was Manu. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they kicked him right out. Hmm. And and uh, I know I'm probably speaking blasphemy to to some of the wrestling fans here, but uh, fuck Carlos Colon, man. <laughs> yeah, no what kidding. What did he do to you? Uh, he had something to do. Well, he was he knew about what happened with with Brody. With Brody. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Let 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 what's his name get away with uh, with fucking murder? Hey, no snitching. Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah. He, lived, he lived by that creep. <laughs> Like, uh, Damn. Oh, shit. Well, Savio knew about that, okay. too. Flippy doo. <laughs> Man. He came really close to hitting his head on the apron then when he did that. I hate I hate any moves that take place off of the apron. Either on the apron or uh, off of it. Yeah. They make me cringe every time. <sighs> I mean, there's ways to do it safe, but uh, it's just. That's the hardest part of the ring, yeah. ain't it? Yeah. See, well, oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> it is. It's like every time that happens, it's like that's what the ring, that's what the announcers have to say on the show. <laughs> that's the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we know. <laughs> it's just. It's, um, it's uh, but like if Dragon Lee did, if Dragon Lee does that Hurricane Rana to somebody that's shorter than than he is, he's hitting his head on the on the apron. He's hitting his head, and so it's uh, yeah, it, it's nasty. So, but you know, because it's just the the spacing and you know anybody shorter than that is going to be down. But. Mm. What would, would have been interesting to me because of the look, or I shouldn't say the look, the mask kind of reminds me of him, but Ultimo Dragon, they could have brought him back from this match. I mean, shit, why not? Is Ultimo Dragon still wrestling? I don't know. So. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know if he is or not anymore. Remember I know. That's a Frankensteiner. Yep. Yeah, That's definitely. not a Hurricane Ron. It's a Frankensteiner. Definitely. You're, you're no Scott Steiner, pal. Man, Scott Steiner was that big doing Hurricane Ron and shit. The first yeah. time I saw yeah, that shit, was. I don't even remember how old I was. I was like 88, 87, 89, somewhere around there. But 
I was like, holy shit. What just Look, happened? But their wrestling, the, move, the names for their moves, like the Frankensteiner, the Steiner line, those are classics. And nobody else can have them. Have you seen him do the Steiner driver? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. good lord. Yeah. Conan knows about that one very well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I, I hit JR mask right off. now. It looked like he was trying to hump his head. Yeah. yeah. I can hit I mean, Jim Ross right now. Steiner line. Steiner line. Steiner, he'll say about 15 times a minute. Steiner line. This is the thing too, what you don't realize about Scott Steiner is, is that you think, you realize the big Papa Pump character and that how they accentuated that he was this big, enormous dude. He was that damn big back in 87 and 88. Yeah. I mean, he got ridiculous with whatever horse, horse stuff he was taking, but he was, he was that damn big yeah, when he was 22 or 23 years old. Back in the back in the mid eighties. That's when his muscles look natural, and then that big pop of pumps. I'm like, he had a muscle on top of a muscle. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I remember looking at the TV as a kid. Now, as a kid, we used to take tennis balls and make our muscles do that. Just, <laughs> but I'm like, there's no way. I mean, me and my brother sitting. Well, I'm like, there's no way his damn arm is supposed to look like that. Scott Steiner's <laughs> arms looks like look like something you could buy at Starship. That's what I'm saying. The, oh damn. <laughs> oh, that fucking wood is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Sorry, oh, man. kids listening. Don't ask your parents what hey, that is. Look, man, look, we tell, we tell everybody, hey, not safe for work, okay? You saw I put that on my personal profile. Yeah. You know, I thought some of my family might try to support it whatever. I'm like, hey, just so you know, there's a little bit of adult content on this show. Right. I didn't say anything. I mean, I just said words, man. They don't know. Was. I'm about to say, they don't know what Starship is. When yeah, little well, kids don't know what Starship is. Yeah, they don't know what Starship is. They too young anyway. There you go. That's right. And if you say that to your mom and she laughs, then you'll know. And then that's when I'm probably going to throw up a little bit in my mouth. There you go. That's right. You can't compete with Starship. No. All right. I'm going to get up and walk right out the room. I said, I don't even want to hit no more. Nope. <laughs> All these knees. Oh, okay. Woo. What are we doing? Oh God. Uh oh. Can't get him up. Oh, get him up. There you go. Yeah, that was almost rough. Yep. Yeah. Hey, today's some pros. See the thing is too. Uh, and there may be some heat between these two guys too. Escobar should have immediately grabbed his arms when he picked him up, but Escobar didn't grab his arms and he sandbagged him a little bit. And then he finally grabbed his arms when he realized this dude might break my neck. Yeah. And it's like, that's something you immediately do when you're doing that power bomb type move is you got to grab onto those arms. And he didn't do that. I don't know why, but a Mexican destroyer. Well, Thank you for turning us on to that uh, Stevie Richards. Oh, it's over. Don't know what an Escobar driver. There you go. I like him better as a heel. Yeah, I don't like babyface him. He didn't seem genuine. It's just like it's, it's like watching Alberto Del Rio be babyface. I'm like that is not genuine at all. I like the heel version of him. Yeah. 
I mean, there's some there's some guys that just ooze being heels, and he, he kind of feels this way too. But I mean, if they didn't do the LWO stuff, it would have been nice to see all these dudes turn on Ray. But you know, yeah, mm-hmm. talk shit, cash money shit. Well, they could have gone and been like, hey, you know, and I'm surprised. I don't think I've ever seen that move in WWE ever. What, that Canadian destroyer? You think about it. Have you ever seen anybody hit a Canadian destroyer in WWE? Bad Bunny. All right. Well, I, I'm sure I wasn't watching his match. You probably were. This Bad yeah. Bunny. He did that's it, a bad, uh, bad Bunny. Whatever, whatever, whatever WrestleMania that was, that's when he did it. The first time. Okay. Well, I mean, you know. All right. That's when him and... Ah, damn it. That was it when him and uh, Damian Priest were cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hell, Dustin Rhodes does it in AEW. He still uses it. I'm like, his old age? <laughs> now, doesn't Dustin make it more of a sunset flip, though? Where the guy's arms are out? The way how, the way how they want to coordinate with him in the balance and everything, they probably want to try to do that. Yeah. How he is. But, I, but I think Dustin can help him because he's like seven foot tall. <laughs> Dustin's a tall, too. tall dude. Yeah. Hey Ron, I don't know what happened to your to your mic. Did you walk away? It's all, yeah, you yeah, might do, Ron. Away. I'm not sure what. Okay. Happened. You go on a beer run? Like you went this, to watch this shit the said mute, and I didn't put it on mute. Oh, oh, something's world, picking it up. The world is conspiring against you. There you go. That's right. I think Brandon hit. I think Brandon hit your mic. This, this is, <laughs> I'm way on the other side of the room. I can't even reach him. There you go. It's your fucking Jedi mind. Thank you very much. Nah, my mind ain't it's strong, but it ain't that strong. He hit the button with a kendo stick. Uh, Singapore K, thank Singapore you very much. There you go. We don't use medical facility, championship opportunity, PLE. There you go. <laughs> Say nope. ambulance. Yep. Hospital. Singapore I've time. I've thought, I've, uh, I've thought about doing an Etsy store with, with comedy, like uh, pro wrestling t-shirts and stuff. And like, do one with like a picture of a hospital on the front of it, and say, "Put local medical facility," <laughs> or uh, like, uh, have a have a um, like a office door with the name on the office door, and it says "Wrestling Patent Office," you know that kind of stuff. Like, that's a patented maneuver. That's a you know, it's pretty like, damn good idea, man. Um, yeah. Because I think with the with the wrestling fans, that that's like, hey, I get that. That's cool. I need that shirt. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean it's like you know a local because that that's super insider, but yeah, yeah, a slim jim car, okay. Snap into a slim jim. Snap into a slim jim. Nice. Yeah, I like that. That was good. Oh man, yeah. I, I mean, I spent enough money on this motherfucker. I ought to be able to play with it a little bit. <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Doc Vader showed up on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Brought to you by the Slim Jim Diggity. Yeah. I'm glad that they did the commercial with Slim Jim and they had Macho Man down there. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. Yep. I remember that guy. I just I wish they would do away with these fucking commercials, man. Like that to me it it you you're taking up four hours of my time. Well, I guess you're not taking it up, I'm giving it to you, but 
Yeah. Like, and you give me commercials. Like, I deal with this shit enough on Raw. Y'all have commercials like every three minutes on Raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pay the advertisers. Yeah, we'll have it for the regular house shows or the, uh, Raw and SmackDown or NXT, it's but not the TV. TV. Yeah, and that's the bad thing about <laughs> when you've got a pay-per-view like this, it's just kind of giving giving the crowd time to chill in between matches and stuff. It's all about pacing. Because if you just if you just had it every single you know every single match like this, one right after the other, they're trying to reset the cameras and any pyro that they're doing, all that kind of stuff. So that's it does provide at. Brandon with a opportunity to get up and get himself another beverage. Yep. Hey, don't feel bad. I'm thinking about getting up and getting my damn chicken. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. But, yeah, we're having a good time yep. tonight, folks. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I was really looking forward to this because the three of us mm-hmm. haven't gotten together to do an episode in, in several months. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then while we're off air, we're going to be um, getting together a, a few times to, to run through, test run through, uh, doing an adding video to the show and things like that. Yeah. Uh, again, I may need to lean on you, Adam, for some advice on some of that. Sure. Um, and then there's the, um, a, oh, go ahead. The, realistically, the thing to do that honestly probably would be the easiest thing for you to do is to record the podcast and then post it. The going live thing and all that kind of stuff, that's where I think a lot of the trouble that you have is because if you're recording it and you don't, and you're doing a live show like this and it's recording, a lot of times Podbean will be messed up and you don't realize it. And then you've lost the whole show. You know, if you're recording something, you know, on your end, um, you know, you can use an app like on an iPad or even on your phone and just record it that way. But I mean, you know, it, it's something that's easy to do. And if you guys, um, like the, the program that I use for my, um, for the wrestling shows has a multicam option on there to, to use as a multi-camera setup. Okay. Um, I don't know about being able to do it, um, like remotely where you guys were in different spots. Um, but I'm pretty sure that like if you used, um, like Google Meet or something like that, you could probably record from that. Um, right. Or even, uh, what is the, uh, oh, geez, it's been a long day. Zoom. Um, Zoom, like Zoom. I think you can record yeah, Zoom yeah. stuff like that. Um, you know, you can you can do that type of recording, but record it and then upload it to the podcast like, like that. Do the audio that way or do the video that way. But video podcast, you almost have to do YouTube with it once you're done with it, but... Um, you know, you you can build your audience that way, and it's, it's it doesn't cost you anything to do YouTube. Oh well, the, so. the downside of doing YouTube is a lot of the language you use are going to have to cut down. They don't care. All you have to do they is mark that it's not for kids. I've, I've seen oh, really? YouTube okay. videos and everything that people swear all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Like if if I if I was putting some up on YouTube when I was watching that damn Alabama game earlier, I'd have been cussing too. You ain't got no reason to cuss, y'all won. Ugh. Man, them referees were terrible. Well, wait a minute, are you, are you rooting for Alabama or Auburn? I'm rooting for Alabama. Well, y'all, yeah, nothing to complain about. Y'all won. Uh, barely, <laughs> barely won. 
uh, there was some stuff in that in that game I, I, I could not believe. They had a they had a, a run where Auburn had a tight end and a tackle pull from the left side of the line with a running back in motion, three guys moving before the ball snapped. The Alabama guys moved when the two ends moved, and they threw a penalty flag and called offsides on Alabama, ignoring the fact that three guys were in motion on the offense. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, and it was like, I don't know how Nick Saban didn't murder somebody right there. It was just it, that that kind of stuff. It, there were things that happened in that game that were just unreal. The 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 call and the catch that they called out of bounds or uh, right at the uh, in the fourth quarter um, that the kid landed on, in bounds and they the referee that was in front of them said it was a catch and the guy that was ten yards behind the play said it wasn't a catch and they ruled it not a catch and then they tried to send it back. It, the things that happened in that show were just terrible. Look at this kiss outfit here. Nice. Hey, man, all I got to say is there are two women in this match that I find extremely Oh, they done gave Rhea Ripley some pyro. Yep. Mm-hmm. She looks good. Well, at least they didn't bring out the kiss demon. I mean, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Please, I think we had enough of him. Uh, what's Dale, what's, what's Dale Torborg doing these days? <laughs> right. I remember that Tony Conant saying, "Hey, Tony, do you have a spot for me?" <laughs> I remember that. That, that kid's demon. All we needed was a little time to get it over. Oh my God! Yeah, that's when Time Warner was trying to get them to do all kinds of stuff to promote things. It was pitiful. Yeah, it yep, was, I know, huh? Like, hey, Time Warner's like, Kiss has a new album coming out. We're going to make a wrestler be this thing. Yeah, and they uh, almost yeah. killed Brian Adams' career by doing that because they were going to give him the spot to be the Kiss. Yeah. I don't know that Brian Adams' career wasn't ruined before that. Give me one second, y'all. I need to step away. Yeah. All right. But at least his career was rebounded when he was in chronic with Brian Clark. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, the worst WrestleMania match of all time. Man. We've oh, talked about that one before oh, on the podcast with you guys. How terrible that Chronic and Undertaker Kane match was. But he was a he was a um, his dad was a major league baseball manager. Um, Dale Torborg. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I forget all about his father being a man. Yeah, uh, yeah. And at a time, at one point, um, Dale was the strength conditioning coach for the Florida Marlins. Uh, yeah. when, when his dad was the manager, have you guys heard the story about the spring training fight? No, I haven't. So they had a spring training game and it was, it wasn't televised. So they had this spring training game and I don't even remember what the other team was, but somehow the Marlins and this other team had, had gone into a fight. And so the, um, the two managers had gone up to argue with the umpire about something that happened. I think some guys had gotten beamed or whatever. So they go back and forth, and they start arguing at home plate. Torborg goes out to make a pitching change, and they start arguing with the guy that ended up on first base. So all the players and everything, there ends up being a brawl, a full-on fight, benches empty, all kinds of stuff. You know spring training games, there's like 100 guys there. Yeah. yeah. So 
There ends up being this enormous brawl on the field, and somehow Jeff Torborg, at 70 years old, ends up being in the bottom of this pile. Oh, damn. So, Dale Torborg, being the strength conditioning coach, wasn't in the dugout, but he was in uniform because he was out working out guys before the game, stretching and all that kind of stuff like that. So he's in the clubhouse, and they're listening to the radio broadcast of the game, and they, he hears Jeff Torborg is underneath the pile somewhere, yada, yada, yada. So he comes hauling ass out of the dugout and just starts throwing dudes off the pile. It's like if you're trying to sort a big pile of laundry and you're throwing stuff, he was grabbing people by the belt and just one-handing them and just throwing them off the pile and cleaned everybody off until he found his dad and then picks his dad up and sets him up on his feet and makes sure he's okay. And he just went out there and just started throwing dudes all over the place. And he's like six seven. Yeah. And so he goes out and just starts throwing guys all over the place. Well, like the very next day, the commissioner came out with this edict that said he could not leave the dugout if there was another fight. Because of just how he just he went out there to just start whipping everybody's ass off the pile, and he says, I, "Yeah, he's like I knew." He goes, "I wasn't going to be violent with anybody, but my father was underneath the pile, and so my reaction is is to get everybody off the seventy year old man that's underneath everybody, yeah. you know that kind of thing." But no one ever did any video of it or anything like that. But the that's story is just legend. Oh that no, but they, they made that up itself. and everything for two thousand three when Don Zimmer got thrown by Pedro. Oh, I'm yeah. a that liar. Oh, I, yep. I was yeah. like, my God, you son of a... Because I'm a Yankee fan, and I hated when Pedro did that. I was like, mm, hold your tongue, hold your tongue. And to be fair, like, Zimmer was trying to spear him. Yeah, yeah, Zimmer was attacking him. I will say yeah. that. He was. He was and, and Zimmer, I mean, I think it was just kind of momentum more than anything else. People made a big deal about him throwing down, no, but it was no, just kind of a... Was capable he, of he kind of went like... He kind of went like bullfighter Olay kind of thing, and you know Zimmer's uh, not really the most in shape guy, so he just kind of fell over. I think. More yeah, than yeah, yeah. ESPN had a field day out of that, and they tried to oh. make Pedro look like the bad guy. In which you know, for a oh, day, yeah. I ain't know, I didn't know shit. I was maybe 12, 13 years old. I ain't know shit. But yeah. then, you know, watching it back as an adult, I was like, man, Pedro, shit, that was me. I did the same thing Pedro would have did. Yeah, because there's it, yeah. Well, there's no, you know, there's no winning that. Either you right. beat up an old man, or an old man beats you up. And Don Zimmer outweighed Pedro by a hundred pounds, anyway. That's crazy. So. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, and Pedro, and Pedro was taller than him by a whole foot. Maybe. 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 So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Hey, 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 man. Pedro Martinez is the man. So. There you go. Love Pedro Martinez, man. Who's He's your daddy? daddy. <laughs> right. Him and uh. I was watching. I was actually watching some Manny Ramirez highlights the other day. Just uh-huh. uh, I love those guys, Vladimir Guerrero, and all them guys. Man, Robin Ventura, I love those guys. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, back to the match at hand. All right, contest here, people. This was really weird. Ron did say that he was really looking forward to this match, and then excused himself. <laughs> He's stuffing his face. Come on, Rod. Okay. All right. Making sure. He ain't, yeah. Nah, he's, he's still here. All right, gotcha. He's just eating chicken. This, 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 is round, this is actually round go. two as far as food goes. All right, there you go. This is round two. Nice. Also, um, for we talked to uh, Georgia Independent Wrestling. The referee in this matchup, Aja Pereira, uh, was, her, was her name when she wrestled here in, in Georgia, but she's from Atlanta. 
Oh, wow. Um, don't, yeah. don't tell me how I knew she was from Atlanta, but I knew she was from Atlanta. She oh, yeah. Somebody that's from Atlanta. Yep. And the only one, the only people that kind of know that is people that that's grew up here. <laughs> <laughs> you can look like, spot I'm, it. Look like somebody from down this way. So that just make. She, was, uh, she trained at uh, a wrestling school called WWA4. If you guys watch the uh, the AEW uh, show where Sting and Darby Allen went to uh, beat up, um, oh shit, AR Fox. Was it eight? Yeah, yeah that was WWA4 over in Douglasville. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. That's where Austin Theory's from. Um, let's see who else is from over there. Curtis Hughes used to run that place, but AR Fox runs it now. Uh, excuse me, the, man, the great Curtis, Curtis Hughes. Hughes. My God, Hughes, boy. Yeah, man, that's a name you yeah. haven't heard in a long time. Uh, but Curtis Hughes, he's the black version of the big boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, the black version of Big Bubba. Yeah, big Bubba, big Bubba, yeah, big Bubba Rogers. Yeah, 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 you know, uh, the last time I thought I saw Curtis Hughes fight, he, he was in a match with um, uh, Wall Street or IRS or uh, Mike Rotunda's last match in New Japan. Yeah. Curtis Hughes was his partner. Ted DiBiase was the referee. I'm like, holy crap, I'm seeing all these guys. I remember. I'm like, man, Curtis Hughes lost a lot of weight. Damn. Yeah, he looked really skinny, man. Yeah. What the hell was that? Uh, that was back, I think, when Rotunda retired back in 2006 or seven or eight around there. there. No, I'm talking about the move that Ripley just did on Zoe Stark. Oh, that move. I was like, eh. Oh, my God. oh am I behind? Oh, God. They just hit I that. caught up with Ron right now. I'm like, what the hell? They just hit that avalanche hip toss. Is that where you guys are at? Yeah. 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 And she just hit the spin kick. Yeah. Right Crawled over for the cover. Right in the jaw. See, this is where you can tell somebody knows what they're doing. She rolled over to the other side of the ring where where Rhea couldn't get to the ropes. That is a, a, that is a little thing that the that the agents are telling them to do when they're backstage before the matchup. When you have something like that, it's ring positioning, but that keeps her from being able to reach up and get the ropes for her being on that side of the ring for the pin. Um, but yeah, Curtis Hughes was like. Um, they, he's no longer affiliated with WWA four because they had problems with him trying to, uh, mess around with some of the students that were there. He had some students living with him and, uh, was not the, uh, was not the nicest host. Oh, jeez. So, he yeah. He took his character into serious, so, so you know, personal. <laughs> no, uh, it wasn't that. It was more of a, um, hey, you live for me. You're going to do this kind of thing. And, you know, yeah, so that that came out a couple of years ago. But, yeah, he's wrestled independently here in Georgia, and he'll show up on some of the bigger, like, showcase indie shows from time to time. But, um, yeah, he looks like he weighs about 180 pounds now. Oh, wow. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's real, he's real tall. He's like 6'2 six, six, or 6'3, six, but just super skinny and stuff, too. Because what Mr. Hughes made about three, 400 pounds. He used to be. Um, yeah, I mean, he had he had a good. He wasn't like he wasn't super fat, but he did have a lot of muscle, upper upper yeah, body muscle, and that young. kind of thing. But yeah. you know, but he was also with Jericho. He was also with Jericho before Jericho was using lifts in his shoes and that kind of stuff. So, 
But I remember that I asked earlier about what everybody thought uh, with Gunther, anybody to unseat him as champion or whatever. What about yeah. Rhea Ripley? Who do you see that, that they could realistically uh, pull the title off of her? Uh, maybe Raquel Rodriguez? That's not I don't know who it could be, but it's going to be a heel. I think that she's going to end up turning babyface at some point. Um, just from the reaction that she's getting, they're going to ride out this judgment day thing for a while, but I don't think she's losing, uh, she's losing the title until she turns baby face. And can I just say that I love yeah, her? And she's getting very popular. Yeah, I could, I, I'll lay down for three. She can do a King, a King Kong Bundy count on me. I'll lay down for five on that one. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, my turn first. <laughs> I can't see her being a baby face. Oh, God bless Buddy Matthews. God bless him for having a woman like that. Yep. Hey, Adam, you, uh, I, I've told um, Brandon and, and Kurt that I follow Pollo Del Mar from NWA. Uh-huh. And uh, she told a story on one of her last TikTok lives that I saw about meeting yeah. Rhea Ripley and her, her former boyfriend, before I guess before she got with Murphy, Yeah. came in there and was like, um, hey, you guys look like you uh, you wrestle. <laughs> like, really? Because <laughs> it was right there by the uh, yeah. by NXC, or not NXC, by the, uh, what you call it? The Performance Center. Center. Thank you, yes. I couldn't think yeah. of that to save my life. And when when she feel, realized who it was, she was like an idiot. <laughs> I don't know that the old boyfriend was a wrestler or not. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think he may have tried out. I know I saw... Um, I know I'd seen pictures of him on on her social media and stuff, but I don't know that he was a wrestler. Oh, okay. But, yeah, Buddy obviously is, but, yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. buddy, buddy, That's all you got to say. Buddy and uh, and Alistair Black are my heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Gray. I'll throw my tears forward in there, too. Yeah. Yeah, Montez, I wish. Montez, yes. I wish that they would um, that they would let Montez be a solo guy, man. I'm so ready for him I to be. I think he'll yeah. do good as a solo. I really do. I think yeah. if he gets the chance or anything like that, he'll shine. He really will. Yeah. We, we were saying that what, guys? In the Elimination Chamber? Elimination Chamber? Yeah. yeah. yeah he looked like, like, yep. look like a star. Yeah. Start to finish. He looked like yeah. a yep. bonafide superstar. Yep. I don't know why they didn't pull the trigger on it. I guess I guess them two went backstage and said, "Hey, we're not ready to break up yet." Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, hey, no, no. Now he's sticking with Bobby Lashley, and there you go. Yeah. At some point, y'all got to, uh, y'all got to let it go, man. I think y'all done you know, been champion. Yeah. Where's but I'm okay with that. I kind of like them being part of, and maybe the Lashley thing is going to get him to being a solo because if you see it at some point where. You know, they're going to have dissension between the three of them. And then you could have Angelo side with, Bobby. with Bobby mm-hmm. and they just destroy him. And then he has a, you know, he has a baby face run up against heel Ashley, but I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. Yeah. I mean, cause he gets some work in and have some good matches with Lashley and, and work on his, his singles matches and stuff. I don't know what they do during the, during the house shows, but, yeah. um, you know, 
it'd be fun to see him as a solo. It's like I'm not trying to compare him to Booker T, but that just remind me of how when the Harlem Heat broke up, we all knew who the star was. Of the group. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big Stevie Ray was the star. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, but Steve, no, Stevie Ray was cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't cool, get me wrong. Stevie, Ray, Stevie Ray was cool, but no, nah, yeah. we all knew the, man Booker is the star. Yeah. Man, the, the raise the roof thing, that damn axe kick and all that, man. Like, come on. Like, yeah. he was definitely. Because the star. they knew Booker was going to shine. Booker was younger than Stevie Ray. And they said, okay, this young kid's going to really do something down the road. How many yeah. times has he been singles champion and tag team champion in one company? Yeah. Mean, that shows you right there. He was the main factor out of the group. I'm yeah. sorry. Harlem Heat was a great tag team, but Booker on his own was much better than Stevie Ray. When Are we going to see Randy here? Yeah. Or is this Where's Randy at? Why isn't Randy here yet? Yeah, this is where we play. Yeah, where's Randy? Right? Randy? Where's Randy? I haven't heard Randy. Randy. Where, oh, where is Randy? Hey, Ooh, you he, see him come? I, I thought you said he was coming. Coffee. Dig it. <laughs> well, I thought you said he was coming. I put that on Cody for naming somebody to the team that's not even a part of the active roster right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. So I guess it's time for the match. It can't be. No. Oh, this early? No. Not right now. They would be in grill at this point. Early. Look at that stupid wall back there. What the hell is that made out of? They still haven't had the Intercontinental match. <laughs> wall paper. We still got the what? They still haven't had uh, yeah, we a few other matches. Oh, yeah. That, I'm thinking of something nice. else. Um, you're kidding. I guess so. This is it. Wow. It's 10 o'clock, fellas. This is it. How is this not the main event? It is the no, main the, event. Yeah, there's no other matches. Said it. The men's is supposed to be the main event. Oh, this is it. Are you shit? What the hell? Yeah. Here comes the package. Two hours? This is crazy. Come on. See, Ron, hey, Ron no, remember what it. I told you? Remember what I told you the other night? That they should have gone back to the old school days of the Survivor Series teams. That way it would have been a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. It, it, but the thing just, is, is like though the Survivor, the old style Survivor Series teams are just it's just kind of when you have four or five guys on one team, just like this. Imagine trying to trying to set up feuds or whatever to make a Survivor Series team. Well, you know, well, you could, I mean, there's possibility yeah. of some, but yeah, but I mean that the those type of Survivor Series things are just kind of boring. I mean, because you, you end up you look at some of the older things, and it was nice because it was a weird combo of things. But I mean, you know, like you know, like Bam Bam Bigelow and Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and you know uh, Bob Orton on one team is just kind of a randomness that. Just really doesn't doesn't necessarily exist in real yeah, life. Yeah, and then you get the whole heathen family on the other side. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. We just get outnumbered. Yeah, I mean, but you know, like those guys together as a team doesn't really make sense. And then you got to come up with two or three of those matches all together, and then you end up kind of taking personal feuds and then bunching them up into this thing, and it just ends up being a, a, a bunch of different singles matches at that point. Right. You know, it was, it was, it's, it was it's, like. So I remember a Survivor Series in 1989. It was like the King's Court versus Hacksaw, uh, two, the four by fours. Jim Duggan yeah. had a feud with Macho Man. Greg the Hammer Valentine had a feud with Ronnie Garvin. Yeah. Uh, Hercules and Dino Bravo. They had a feud too. The only one that didn't yeah. have a feud was Earthquake and Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. My God, so, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's just kind of, 
you take the you take people that are feuding and put them on opposite teams, and that's kind of how that is. But I, I like this. I kind of like that they decided to put war games on the WWE stage for a change. I'm, yeah, I'm glad that Cody gets to glad that Cody gets to be in one of these, which is nice. And I think that they mentioned at the beginning of the show. Charlotte had never been in a War Games match. No. So you're looking at two NWA legacy kids that are getting to be in this match, um, which is really cool. Five of them already, and she's like the veteran out of everybody. Yeah. Yep. Damn commercials. No, we aren't we all. That's why I put mine on mute. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Ah, well, <laughs> what's bad is, is that. At least back in the day when you had, you know, the Karate Fighter commercials during the pay-per-views, it was because they were sponsoring the damn show. Yeah. Yeah. Who got Karate Fighters after that when you saw it on TV? Right here. I did. (laughs) Also, you know what's really dumb is I would have loved for this to have been a surprise tonight. I would have loved for this to have been been a surprise. Right. Instead, Instead of, you know, having it. Announced on Monday night. I think yeah. if CM Punk you know, you know doesn't loom over this pay per view, that this would be a surprise. That, 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 I was just about to say that's why they did that because they didn't want anybody to think that it would have been CM Punk because they don't want to riot. They they didn't want to. Um, Red Jordan might have got booed out of that building. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Just like how they. Um, like, hey, I forgot me. who that. I forgot who that was. They over oh, and Wade Mysterio. Entered the Royal Rumble and Daniel Bryan didn't that year and they booed yeah. Mysterio out of the building. Yeah. Yep. I think it was in Chicago yeah. too, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. It's either Chicago or Philadelphia. One it didn't matter where it was, they were still going to boo. They booed him out of yeah. the building. And I ain't never yeah. heard Ray Mysterio get booed. And like if, oh, if you've seen yeah. on YouTube videos and all these people that posted on YouTube and the reactions after, like, what the hell? They did it again. Where the hell's Bryan? They, they put yeah. Roman in in the final round, the final participant, Roman Reigns. Oh, no. They did that one year with Batista, too. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. Batista one. They booed him out of the building. Yeah, yeah. He had the hype the first night he came back, and then after SmackDown, they booed him for the rest of the time. Yeah. Well, that was the thing was, too, is that that was when Vince wasn't listening to the crowd. And thankfully, that they're at least doing that at this point. But Vince is like, we're, that's the same reason why they didn't turn Roman yeah. Reigns so many times. Is that Vince was like, we're going to make him a baby face. And it doesn't matter. We tell these people what they like, not uh, not vice versa, you know. They've never listened to the audience that's with this stuff. Shit, yeah. <laughs> you go out there and dance. God damn it. Made that man yeah. go out there and say Also, how <laughs> dumb is it? How dumb is it for them to be in a cage, waiting to go into a cage? Like, just let them come out. Let it be a surprise. In war games in WCW days, they were either waiting around the cage or they were waiting in the back. What they're trying? Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean. The cages, what are they on? Are they on wheels? What would have been dope is if these cages like lower down from the ceiling just like the rest of them, and then your heel team gets somebody to raise the cage up off the ground where the guys couldn't get out of the cage. Oh, yeah. Make, it, make more it into time. the Make more time wasted. <laughs> yeah. Well, in 2158, 958, Kim Wharton started a lot. So I don't know if there's any correlation wow. here. I don't know. I'll be interested to see how many more tattoos do you think Randy Orton has? Wonder if he's Um, two and a half years of 
Yeah. I think That's maybe about question. four. <laughs> yeah. I think he put a sword in the middle of his chest. Oh, he, he had plenty of time to do them all, so hey, why not? He's betting, what if he got a Pepsi logo on his arm just for tonight? That'd be fun. <laughs> or or had oh, on, his, on his stomach. Oh, dude, see? Even the Judgment Day believes in COVID. <laughs> oh, jeez. I got to give you Spike that man. one. That was good. Yeah, that is kind of weird. <laughs> no, nah, they're, oh, they're I cool. See it, I see it now. I see it now. I thought they were just masked at first. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I see it now. Hey, man, where's your bandana? We bought you a bandana. Why didn't you wear it out, man? Hmm. I don't wear bandanas. They're crappy. I don't wear bananas. I got this dope. I got this dope fucking beard. Poor, poor. Poor, poor Drew McIntyre. They've started and stopped with him so many times, nobody gives a shit about it. Yeah. He's still cashing the checks, though. I think, cool. I think hey, him being yeah, a heel would be a big push for him. There goes Finn. Finn. Also, one thing that I dislike about War Games is is that nobody's blading. Yeah. Well, nobody's getting colored. Yeah. That's why Don really left but you know what? Hey, Cody got some stroke, man. He might somebody might have stepped in and say, hey, can we get some? That's true. Can we get some color tonight? Yep. I definitely think that that's something that's missing. Oh, if you want somebody to bleed, just call Rick Flair. Hey, Rick, can you stand still? One punch. There you go. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Even if it, even if it's just something that won't hit you high, you just still gotta bleed. Yep. Somebody's gotta bleed. <laughs> It's a little weird, them two staring at each other like that. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like, are they about to start kissing? What's going on? I'm like, I'm not getting in a cage with you. We're going to have to get in this together, buddy. Yep. Finn, I used to have to wrap it with a rocket strapped to my back back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all get in the back. The two guys in the back can't see the ring. Right. <laughs> yeah. Huh? So I was like, hey. No, they, no, it's, one them, it's, it's one of them like, man, y'all kids. Y'all just stand on back to the net. There you go. This, 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 uh, this, this grown folk business right here. Yep. And that's why they didn't put Finn in there. Yep, right. Oh, Lordy. I guess, I guess they're going in an hour. Probably so. Well, they better, well let's they see. Better be going you've got a... Well, you've got probably another five minutes worth of entrances here because everybody gets their own song. And I, Maybe oh, even I more than that. Oh, no, that was Ron's favorite. He used to sing along with it and did a, wow. <laughs> somebody, somebody did something on TikTok, and it was like, if you ever noticed that in every, um, all of Cody Rose music, there's that. Whoa! Yeah, everyone is. Every, yeah, from like, smoking mirrors music. and dashing and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, so they. Uh, I thought it was cool that he that he was able to take it from AEW. I think that was smart yeah, on his part. No one's going to leave. Actually, he Yo. had it from Ring of Honor days, New Japan. Yeah. AEW and everything, so he had the copyrights and everything. Just like yeah. how Adam took his from WWE to AEW. Well, Adam's buddies with the band Alter Bridge, and so they're the ones that control that. So, um, also, um, 
Beth Phoenix did the voiceover at the beginning of the AEW version. I thought that was her voice. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It sounded so, like her when they did that. I was like, no, it can't be. Yep. You know what I would have loved to have seen? I would have loved to have seen a three-team War Games match. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen this bunch right here against the Bloodline. That like they cool. did, like they did with Johnny Gargano and AOP, um, that, type of, that type of war game match. Yeah, but I'm three rings though. I want three rings. Yeah. Oh lordy. Jay still got them folks in there like they at the club. Yep. Okay, everybody is tripping over Jay, Jay Uso's yeet. Obviously, they've never been to Atlanta. Nope. We were saying also, how raggedy is that? Look at the cages falling apart when you when they were shaking and it was it was shaking. <laughs> Hell no, dude! Chill out. You're breaking the cage. Yep. Yeah. You just broke the gap. Hey, man, you're killing kayfabe. Now we have to start all over again. <laughs> Everybody back to the locker room. <laughs> Everybody get out of the cage. Everybody going back to the Triple H going to do it all over. Man, Vince Triple H going to come like, out. God damn it. What the hell are you people doing? <laughs> Instead of Vince this time because he on a cane, Triple H going to come out and tell both his quads because he's so pissed off. He <laughs> all right, you guys, check it out. It is one hour and 45 minutes into the show. Yeah, we ought to go ahead and, and reset yeah, if you we'll can. Go ahead and reset. Was, so, uh, all right. folks, for those of you listening, uh, we'll be back in about five minutes. We're going to take a five-minute break, and we will be right back. After these messages. And Seth Boo, Bob. Randy Orton, while you're gone. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with part two of the season finale as we watch Survivor Games War or Survivor Series War Games. Um, joining us has been um, we go. Round two, boys. George, aka Hill Club, and yes, uh, joining us also from Southern Fried Championship Wrestling is Adam, along with Kurt and Brandon, joining us back. Sorry about that, folks. It was a little bit longer than five minutes. Um, I have an affinity for uh, even numbers, so I had to come back in. As Moleman would say in The Simpsons, you wasted five minutes of my life, and I want them back. Sound just like just like Homer. Sound just like. Don't. Oh, there's chairs. Interesting. All right, so we're back in this. What do you guys think about uh, I had to refresh myself up, too. As a part of the judgment. It kind of reminds me of how Chris Benoit was back in the old days. Yeah, I'm going to need an explanation on that one. Well, you know, when he first came into WCW and ECW and everything, he was small like that. He was quick. And he was, like, agile. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Madonna, he's agile and everything, and he's build up to something that could be possibly like that. And wasn't it not Chris Benoit that joined the Four Horsemen after he earned his stripes? And J.D. Madonna earned his stripes and joined Judgment Day. Hmm. Yeah, they're just like, hey, you're um, 
you're Irish, go do this kind of thing. <laughs> this is where, uh, mm. yeah. you, you, you and Drew could be the I- Irish contingent. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get the whole part of it. Said it doesn't make any sense to me for him to be there, but got to get JD over somehow. Right. Yeah. Hey, that's how you do a standing Spanish fly. I did like Plus the springboard off of the ballast spreads, friend. So, hey. I did like the springboard off of the middle rope of the second ring into the first ring. I like that spot. Yeah, can we all get a yeet? No. <laughs> well, yeet you too. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, Kurt, we, we talked about this earlier, earlier in the car ride, um, hoping that this would finally be the blow-off between Judgment Day and this group that, that Cody has put together. Um what are you what are you gonna do if if they show up again on Monday night and face each other yet again? Uh, I know the answer to that question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I probably pen. do too. Actually, now that I think it's gonna, it's gonna take a pen, stab. Oh, take a pen, stab. This is where you go on YouTube and you watch classics. Hey, buddy, I got this. You stand back. We need you, big man. You may. You know one thing I don't understand, too, the Hispanic wrestlers, like all the heels? Why is calling somebody a paro so, like, just generic for them to say? Like, every time, like, um, uh, Del Rio used to do it. They did it during the uh, Rey Mysterio thing. Just saying the word "paro" is supposed to be insulting. Calling somebody a dog. So I guess. <laughs> I guess don't nobody say "sa" no more. Right. I'm tired of it. The Ed, hey, Ed Guerrero. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. No, no, it's it. No, Chavo took Chavo took credit on that too. So he took the copyrights. <laughs> well, there you go. I guess so. Nobody said "sa" anymore. <laughs> No. Nope. Like, how exactly do you fucking copyright essay? Essay. Well, how do you? You can say Vato. How do you get oh, Chavo? Chavo's pissed off that WWE has Viva La Raza on the LWO. If Chavo had wow. said about that, man, that's that was him. That was him and Eddie's thing. And Chavo took credit for all that, too. Well, to be well, fair, I think the first person I heard say that was Conan in WCW. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, because I know he's pissed. I don't know if he's still pissed at Ray Mysterio or not, but he's pissed at everybody over there. Chavo? I don't know. Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chavo was pissed off at everybody. He Good could be pissed off at, at himself. Good old Kerwin yeah. White. Oh, yeah. And they dropped that game. With the so white hair and everything like that, I was like, my God, they're going to kill his career. And Dolph, too. And Dolph was with him. And, oh no! But then know, he had the backup. Guess, he was a cheerleader. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dolph was the uh, Dolph was his caddy. Hey yep, man, I fake, remember that. Fake, inter- 
Hey, intervene because right when he switched to that gimmick or whatever, and they got going, that's when Eddie passed. So, yeah, you know, even though you know that was a terrible situation, but it's like fake intervene because that would have killed Chavo's career. Yeah, they gave him actually a, what two or three more years left in the WWE, and then he left. Yeah, I would be more I would be more upset more over the Mexicans than I were than I would be. Evil Oh, that was. I didn't realize how racist that was until I got older. They had the boys coming out there on lawnmowers and everything, man. I was just like, bro. Man, I was just like, that ain't the most racist thing. One of And then they can't they can't use them in the match. That made me mad. Yeah. Like, you can see Vince like. to get body slammed on the lawnmower, man. That would be cool. No, that would hurt. <laughs> no, yeah, it would. That's not cool. But I mean, you can just see Vince going, "Yeah, get your goddamn leaf blower and take it out of there, break my yard." Like, is that kind yeah. of shit? Like <laughs> that <laughs> stuff. Like, I used to see. Um, I can't think of the guy's name that was on Two Hundred Five Live, but he got fired from WWE, and he come out and he danced to the ring Rich and just smiling. Rich Swan, yeah, Swan, yeah. I'd watch Rich Swan come out, and I could just hear Vince in the back going, "Dance, dance your way to the ring." It just seems so damn racist. Like every black person that comes out there doesn't have to dance to the ring. Yeah, he, yeah. he came out there doing the Billy White shoes dancing. Like I, I, I Google him. I something about that. And people think it's it's me being an overly sensitive white guy, and I'm like, no, man, these fucking gimmicks are racist as shit. Have you realized that every every black wrestler in WWE has to dance at some point? And every yep. oh, well, wait, wait a minute, what about uh, what about? Uh, they're not going to tell Lashley to do it, but... Hell no. That just took the words right out of my mouth. Lashley ain't doing that shit. Hey, did we lay out the same match for both the men's and the women's war games? I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, I think they did that for each Come on, people. Man. You guys do this. We'll do it, too. Yeah. Well, it's like there's there's That's enough the creative people time. within this match that they could have, they could have the different things. And you know, and, and, cor- and correct me if I'm wrong, but in the original War Games, wasn't the the, the uh, damn it the thing to do is get out of the ring, get out of the cage to win the match? No, because there was a top on the cage. Oh, no. ah, that's right. It was surrender. There was your opponent until they surrender. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Folks. yeah, there was a roof on the cage on the old one. Ms. Mayo, yeah, just ask Pillman. Oh, wait a minute, wrong one. I just want to shout out Ms. Mail because Ms. Mail is here uh, as not even a wrestling fan, but just to support. Just to support. Um, Hill Club, yeah, she's a, Hill Club she's a supporter of someone, all right. You. You're welcome. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're the- You're welcome. <laughs> but, I mean, you know. Like, I'll, take the, I'll take the credit on that one. The Hill takes the credit. <laughs> like a true fan would. Sammy's yep. going to go up. Oh, come on, damn it. Don't ruin everything. You know what they yeah, that's do? what they tend you know, to do. You know what they should do? To make the match a little bit more original? When they put the table up, set the table on fire. Yeah, there you go. But the thing is, is like... Somebody's in the match with a shirt on. The thing is, is like... What I don't understand for some of this stuff is, is like... I understand bringing the weapons in and that kind of thing, but damn... You have a cage to throw people into. Why would you get a table out? Who gives a shit about a table? Throw somebody into the damn cage. Would do much more, much more damage than putting them through a damn table. Man, yeah. Bring the table out. Set the table on fire. 
Oh yeah, bring well, a chair, bring some chains. Just we were oh, talking about the like we did a we laid out the um the uh dog collar match from the other night. And the guys wanted to use other weapons and stuff during the match. I'm like, you got a fucking chain. Use the chain. Damn chain. Use the chain. You know, they did one chair spot, which was awesome, but that was it. They wanted to have all these other things. It's like, you have a chain. Use the chain. Don't worry about going out and grabbing a weapon. Just hit him with the chain. Use the chain. Hook him through his neck. Let him hang outside. Why not? Yeah. Use the chain as a whip. They wanted to AEW up the match. Yeah. Well, they're gonna mm-hmm. go. They're gonna go right to eleven o'clock as long as they're taking in this matchup. Well, let's they're not it's... really doing a lot of big stuff early. Unless if they if they decide to end it at ten fifty nine p.m. <laughs> yeah. No. What if the damn paper? Which just has cut happened off? before. <laughs> You're, what if the damn paper you just cut off and then we gotta wait till tomorrow to see the rest of it? Oh, it's, it's happened before. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> that, yeah. Next it's week on before. Survivor Series. He's always mad. He's never happy. Never if I grew up eating haggis, I'd be pissed too. <laughs> <laughs> At least he doesn't. Well, he just find out the Loch Ness monsters were bigger than him. Like, what? Really? Oh shit! Damn! He just threw him. Oh wow! An Alabama that, slam on to Seth Rollins. That, that oh wow! Yeah. I would. I would. Bob Holly must be watching and saying, "Wow, that move." I'm going to like, do it better. I'm about to say, Bob Holly's watching this and talking shit. Yep, he said, he probably said, I can still do that better. I'll go on yep. record and say, I'd like rather, rather take that move forward than backwards. Yep. Right. yep. And I would rather let Bob Holly give it to me either way. Now, has anybody noticed this, but when's the last time Randy Orton lost that Survivor Series? Mm-hmm. I, I cannot answer that question. I don't know. I don't think he's lost any Survivor Series. Because he's got he's won. In his head. If you had voices he's in his got, head, you wouldn't lose it. He's got the advantage in this pay-per-view because every time oh, God, he, he hit him with his head, rules, he you know, won it. Nobody's getting set on fire tonight. Damn. Jeez. That's a shame. Real shame. I wanted to see some fire. Man, he Y'all, he just let's got hit with a Will you? Let's bring out Kane. The, the, the dramatic turn. So this is the thing is that does this get sideways to the point? Do you see? Do you end this show the way? If you were to end this show, if you're going to bring CM Punk out, you can't bring CM Punk out in Randy Orton's place. But <laughs> no, what you could do in this match, you could end this show. All these guys beat the living hell out of each other. Whoever wins the matchup just barely survives. They're just crumpled all in the thing. Out comes the bloodline. The three of them come out to the ring, just start wearing everybody out with whatever they've got. Kendo sticks, whatever. Roman Reigns, throat spikes, all that kind of stuff. They're standing in the rings, hands raised. Paul Heyman's in the ring, hands raised. And then CM Punk's music hits, and he walks out onto the stage. 
And then there's a battle. He's the one coming after Roman Reigns' title. That's how you end this show. At the Royal Rumble. Like, I, I, I promise you, I would, I would love, I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love to see him come out there. Yeah, I don't think it's going to, I mean, like, that's how, because you can't put him in place of Orton. No. Because you've, you've already announced Orton, but who knows? Where is he? Maybe yeah. you're going to say something happened to Orton on the way to the show or whatever. Who knows? I'm not sure where they're going with this, but. He slipped on a banana peel and hurt his back. There you go. They're going to do whatever they did. Carlito last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jump jump into the air and nail him on his arm. Carlito, oh. Dustin, in 87. Carlito and, and, and Randy Orton got in a fight and they hurt each other. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's how we're going to Because Lord knows we still we're still trying to figure out that whole Jesus Steve uh, stabbing scene. Now you know they had to get rid of that shit so fast, man. Because it's like, okay, you gonna have police legitimately gonna come out and be like, "What is Jesus doing nowadays?" Lock somebody up. Oh, Jesus! One of the weakers. Well, that was not cool. Mm-mm. Right. That was not cool. Nope. As long as John Cena doesn't come out. He ain't coming out. Yeah. Oh. He, he, got both his own, he got brand new arms. He ain't coming out. Can't do that. Well, it's going to be bad. If, if he does, I'm turning the mic over to Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a bull rope. Hell yeah. Oh, oh Finally. Finally. That looks super old, dude. That might be one of his dads. Probably I so. think so. You know what? It, it has to be. What are they doing here? He would have came out in his bunkhouse. Like, remember when Dusty used to wear that little, this, this little street clothes? He called his bunkhouse gear or something like yeah. that? Oh, yeah. The bunkhouse bra. Cool. No one in Chicago knows what that is. They about to use this bull rope. What's oh, you guys. Nobody in Chicago doesn't know what that is. That's... Uh-oh. Oh God! Right in the baller. Well, oh God! I hope he got a I hope he got a cup on. Hey, my goodness! Get rope burner down there. <laughs> Damn! Thank you for the like, Ms. Mill. All right. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you for liking it. So, What's the crowd chanting? See him. Oh, yeah. Oh, are they really? I don't know. We got the volume. I, I, I thought I, I no. I, I think it's a little bit of mix. I thought I heard something like say that. I think, are they chanting for Orton? Turn on the handy dandy sometimes. Every time I look at these subtitles, I think that it's like the the, the, the closing credits. <laughs> That's what it looked like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, the show is not going on. That's what, that's what happens when you come to watch a, watch a pay per view at a deaf man's house. Yeah, like I'm looking at the clothes because um, you know, normally they had that little black behind it. It's just straight words. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dominic is just so terrible. Oh, but that's but what's you know so what, great though? about it. That's what everybody's saying on here. I, you know, I can't stand on, but well, every time he tries to open up his mouth, the fans don't like him either and boo the hell out of him. The thing is, is it's like, it's not even we hate you because you're a bad heel wrestler. 
It's go home. Stop <laughs> doing this for a living. It's yes. what people used to boo X-Pop when X-Pop would come out. Yep. Sure. I mean, yeah. Dom is just, you know, another... I'm going to go ahead and finish the suplex. Might as well. Go ahead and hit him. Yeah, why not? Just go on and finish it, dude. And just take your punishment after. At least you finish one job. <laughs> Somebody slid, somebody slid somebody the table into that second ring. Uh, this is a jump in. Well, Finally. Both table. tables on top of each other. Yeah, do they guys. not have the clock anymore? I guess they're thinking that this is the last yeah. one. Maybe. You know, but you know, you know yeah, because it hasn't okay. been three minutes already gone by. Okay, Dominic oh, is on, the you, only you, one that, you, like, you know don't have, working, they have something on his back. Also... <laughs> This is a weird spot because usually the baby faces are down when the last baby face guy comes in. Right. Don't they have the advantage? Hey, that is a very, very They don't really have I mean they don't they don't have it cuz they're down well, one. I mean, I guess Well, technically, yeah. It's yeah, a weird concept it's five on four right now. Yeah. So their fifth man isn't here, so all the baby faces are usually down when that last guy comes out. Yeah. Unless this is just let's kill Okay, there you go. Here we go. I I'm I cannot look at JD McDonough without thinking Funko. Thanks, Jim Cornette. <laughs> you think you look at Funko Pop? It does actually. It's just like yeah, it's it's an enormous head, is what Big it is. Head, yeah. Cody isn't even blading either. Come on, someone bleed. Come on, man. Come on, man. Really? They're not. They're going to lose. No, we got to think about the sponsors. That's how we pay the bills. Cody just runs up and says, Grammy, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Didn't it? Wasn't it the women's like that, too? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Double chub slam. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. My health's going up. Here we go. There's Cody. Okay. Yeah, my uh, my laptop's a little ahead of me. That's a nice Oh. Oh. Because I just Uh-oh. saw that like a minute ago. Well, <laughs> well, hey, I don't think I've ever seen that one before. Yeah, I just. I don't recall either. Dang, that was oh. good. That's executed perfectly. Yeah. Oh, Splash. That was pretty. Mm-hmm. JD Moon Call. Nice. All right, set the table on fire. Aren't we due for somebody to jump off the cage about now? Oh, for God's sake, bring in Sam. don't need nobody to jump off that cage. Ricochet. Cody's probably the one that's going to jump off the cage. Is it still five on four? Yeah. Yeah. Razor's edge. Here we go. Through the table. Somebody cue Eddie Guerrero's theme song. Oh, here we go. Somebody put some thumbtacks on the table or something. All right, boys, let's see who this is. Let's see. Randy or Punk? How about neither? <laughs> so he's that was like seven minutes, by Jay, the way. It's going to be Jay Cargill. Yeah, I know, right? Here comes Mommy. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, God. That's fine. Rhea? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Rhea. I mean, the oh, are you can't cash in. I can't see it either, but I was referring to Rhea. <laughs> Wow, this is amazing. We're about to cash it in. Oh, that's right. But he had the cash. If you bring another official, oh, it comes Randy. 
that makes as much uh, sense as being is. a champion because the champion got injured and can't show up. Yeah. Oh, man. No mustache, no nothing. It's no, the old no version Mouse. of Randy Orton. Does uh, Randy Orton heal? There's no, there's, no, there's no more Mickey Mouse tattoos. <laughs> The Mickey Mouse <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Everyone's pretty happy for this not being CM Punk. Thanks, God. <laughs> no, what, but you know what? What if, what if Randy Orton side with the Judgment Day did CM Punk? Yeah, he'd go full heel. <laughs> I can yeah. see, I can see him turning full heel. As a matter of fact, well, remember who remember who nailed him and got him hurt. He is in this match. And, and to to Adam's point, yeah. earlier, being the same thing, is this is nothing different right now from Andy Orton. He's back. I mean, that's fine. You're going to do greatest hits and something like this anyway. The same way Cody did the stupid drop-down punch yeah, when he right. walked into the ring. And that's, that's Dustin's thing anyway, which is cool. Could you imagine Randy Orton doing that at the supermarket? Like he's at Publix, because <laughs> he just hadn't been able to do this for two years. <laughs> just talking to himself. What's wrong, sir? I hear voices in my head. Don't you hear it? Tomato said DDTV. The, the, the tomato said DDTV in the middle of this aisle right now. <laughs> the pineapple said RKO. Where? Out of nowhere. <laughs> right behind you. Out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. Vintage Randy Orton. That was the weakest was ass eye rink I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, I'm going to look at the TV because my, my laptop's a little bit ahead of you guys. So who comes and cleans everybody out? Is that yeah, going to be... That, oh, the lamest eye rink you've ever seen? <laughs> Jay's gonna come over and save him. Here comes Jay. Cap- Captain Save a Ho. Yeah. Oh, damn. So, Ballard, who's gonna, who gonna go on top of the cage and take everybody out? Yeah. Something like that's about to happen because they're all congregated. Right they're all together. Uh-oh. You're gonna have a moment here with Jay and Randy in a second. Yeah. Jay staying in the other ring. Randy's trying to figure out who's on his team. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know who to go after. Oh, yeah. He's like, wait a minute. Wait, oh, you're the one that hurt me. They're getting as bad as AEW with these cute-ass little everybody at the same time spots. That's cool. I mean, you don't see this, though, here. That's the thing. Is that there's not a lot of people watching both shows. So Yeah. Hey, was anyone what, here? What happened to Jay? Why is Jay down? Jay just hit a DDT. Why is he laying down? <laughs> Oh, see, look at that. He's confused. confused. <laughs> He's tired. Am I, I supposed to lay down? Down? Everybody down. down? Everybody is down. Uh-oh. Orton's taking, taking everybody out. Just don't take out the official. Don't like, take Hey, man, look. look. He wasn't even like that. Hey, man. Hey, man. Why was Jay Uso selling after he hit a DDT? <laughs> Good no, question, really, everybody else know. was down. We don't know. He tired. Oh, poor Jay Uso. Cody Cutter. Your favorite move, Kurt. 
Wow. Oh, 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 kid. Don't don't let Cody hit that crossroads. It's coming. How many how many crossroads is he gonna have to do? Five. We may we may hit twelve of them. Go off. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to do three on each. So, some question with with that coming up. The cross it looks like a leprechaun. Oh, oh. That's what it is. It looks like a leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? You like that Drake? I'm climbing like that Drake. It's Hornswoggle's legitimate son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That it's hey, about time for it now, ain't it? His slightly <laughs> taller cousin. The Swoggle. Even there. better. <laughs> Hey man, Horns, oh, hey Horns, hey uh, Horns, Swaggle man here. Horns, Swaggle. Hey, he was still wrestling for a while. Look okay. at Randy. That that looks totally. Excuse me, that looks totally safe. Dude, they're gonna throw him off into an RKO. Oh yes, please don't. <laughs> they're gonna throw his ass off into an RKO. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. Yeah, you gotta you gotta crack your neck before you give somebody an RKO. McDonald's gonna flip into an RKO, bro. Oh, oh man! Oh, nope! Oh, you called it! Oh my God! My God! They killed him. He landed flat. <laughs> you, you, you know what? I want somebody to climb on top. I want somebody climb on top of the cage. Somebody called the paramedics at EMTs. Oh, I'm sorry. My God! Uh, there you go. There you go. There you go. One, two, three. That sucked. That was stupid. That, that was terrible. What ass finish was that? That, that was sucked. weak as fuck. That, that was sucked. weak as fuck. That sucked. I'm sorry. It could have been a lot better. No, you know what? Somebody should have. Somebody ought to just gone up there and do the McFoley and throw somebody off of their cage. Please do. Throw them off. And why not just pee in McDonough after it's the only 10 the cage and do that yes. to preach? Why didn't anyone bleed in this match? This sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. This sucks. Well, well, uh, I think I should have watched AEW. <laughs> maybe, maybe, no. Maybe they're leaving these they got 10 minutes for CM Punk to come out. Man, look, AEW got a third. AEW got a whole show going on with a time. I still think there's a Randy Orton heel turn coming, folks. I feel uh, too. I think so too. Jay, Jay, better watch your back, Jay. I feel it too. Because they hadn't dropped the logo in the corner. They're all right reserved. Something's going to happen. And there's a lot of love being shown right now. Horton, he's, Horton's going to... Do one, do one against Rollins. Do one against Rollins and then let them cash in. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still perplexed how the fuck you going to cash in on a, on a Survivor Series match anyway. You can cash oh, in whenever. You can cash in yeah. whenever you want to. It don't matter. Don't matter. Man, that's how Rollins won his first championship, remember? Yeah, it's getting close to the end. Well, I I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little too damn technical. Wow. Nah, what'd you run? That was stupid. Thank you, Kurt. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) And that should have been it. I hope you guys paid extra for that bump. That was nasty. Yeah, Yeah, that should have been it right there. This should have been the end of the match. That should have been it right there. Yeah. But nope, we got to do a crossroads. See, I was expecting a clothesline right there. Cody had him set up like that and looked at Randy. I was expecting Randy to just blast him. Randy, hit an RKO, please. End the night. Randy might RKO Jay, though, if you're going to keep him. 
that's what that's what happens. I think so. Hands raised, sets up. Yeah, this is a flash finish, man. Unless there's a turn. Huh. Well, nope. There's a logo. No turn. Oh, dang. That's it. That's it. Boo. Oh. Oh. The thing is, is like, they, um, see, you if know. Orton, if Orton did an RKO on somebody, then he would have explained it not tomorrow, on uh, Monday night, and it would have been Oh, my God. Story. Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. Oh. 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 There we go. Shit. There it is. Yes. yes. Holy shit. shit. There it is. Come on. Oh. Come on. My neighbors probably think, Come what on. the fuck is going on over there? They're really Holy excited God. about that Georgia game. Lord, he made it big. He done made it big. Holy shit. Holy shit. shit. I honestly, I can't do it. I, I, I said, you know what? We was in the car. We was in the car. I took bits. But why come out now? I don't. Why come out now? Oh my god! I can't believe wow. it. Wow. Now I'm with you, Kurt. Why now? I got why now? With Kurt. Why now? My god! I can't freaking believe this. It's wow. time. Oh, CM Punk. He came. He done made it back. I can't believe. I can't See? believe they caved and signed look, them. This no, nah, it's the W. Look, if the ultimate, if the ultimate warrior can, ultimate warrior, Hogan, Sid Vicious, all those guys, they could make it back, dude. They, oh yeah, I, I agree with really that. Put the especially, logo up, especially the ultimate warrior. Yes, he threatened to kill me. <laughs> what an absolute <laughs> swerve! What an absolute oh, swerve! They put the logo up. At the, the all and rights reserved logo, out. and then they brought the music out. That was incredible. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> Who like, almost? Hey Tony! Almost! Hey Tony! This, this is, is almost what ten years. Looks like. Yeah, huh? This is, this is <laughs> almost ten years since he last stepped foot in the WWE. January would have been ten years. Yeah, you're right. The Royal Rumble. Oh my! Yeah, because god. he was turned that man loose with a microphone on Monday night. Oh, oh I hope God. so. Oh, I don't, like I said, I want him. I want him on on him Friday. And him and Triple H. I want him H on Friday. I want him out there to go toe to toe with Heyman. Him and Triple H definitely patched it up. Okay, yeah, they okay. did. And they're doing what's best for business. Okay, uh, uh, Adam, well, you bring up a good point because Heyman Heyman's got connections to Reigns, Lesnar, and Punk. Wow, when you don't. You when, don't think Lesnar's Lesnar's contract is up, so I don't know that he'll be back. He's a free agent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. somebody might be back for the Rumble. Maybe. Yeah, that was stupid. Uh, if Lesnar's going to come back, it's going to be for one of those damn Saudi Arabia things, so he can make the payday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He might be back for WrestleMania because they got to fill two nights, and yep. they don't, yeah. you know, have oh, a full roster. Jesus, now what so are you going to do? That made no sense so, at all. So, to go to go off what Kurt said, that made no sense at all. It don't. I said I agree with Kurt that I, I that I think having him come out now was kind of stupid. I think this return. I know they're in Chicago, but I think this return would have been better suited as the last entrant in the Royal Rumble. You know what would have been really nice? Because to have him come out and then have everybody split in the ring—that's stupid as fuck. They didn't even pay him back to the wrestlers to even get that reaction. Exactly. Because normally they're paying back, everybody just mouth would just be on the floor. Like, (laughs) what's going on? 
Jim Ross has been back there like, what does this mean for the WWE? That tells me that Triple H doesn't fear for his life around CM Punk. This is going to be a really interesting press conference. It's going to be a real interesting Monday night. Yeah. We're going to have to watch this press conference now. Well, I know who's not the devil now in AEW. That's for sure. I ain't him. It must be Jack Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God help us. So put it on. See what collision, though. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't. I'm going to bow out just a second. I'll be right back. Yeah. All right. Oh. More videos of Rhea. He's heading out again. <laughs> so, so who on here thought Punk was supposed to come back tonight? I did. Yeah. You called it. I can't believe it. I didn't think he was going to show. I really didn't think so. No, because, like, I was just looking around and on every outlet. Like, he's not coming back. 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 And I'm just like, every time they do that, they end up showing up. And they show up when you least expect it. Yeah, I mean, the last time a wrestling program was in Chicago, uh, Punk came back. Yep. Yeah. But to have Orton and Punk come back on the same night, that's that gives you the ratings. It, I'm sorry to say it. It gives you the ratings. And Tony Khan, yeah, you got to read between the lines. That's what Punk gave you. Read between the lines. <laughs> Well, the thing is, too, what makes this more powerful is if this is on Sunday night and I got to tune into Monday Night Raw. Now I got to go through a whole day of this just sitting there, you know? Yeah, and wondering, what are they going to pull for Punk now? What's the storyline going to be for him? Who's he going to go after? Who is his first target? I don't know. That's the question. Here you go. Here's Roman. I told you. Turn on the, uh, this is this, this is the exact same thing that they did before the show. Could this be a sign that Punk C- CM Punk versus Reigns at uh Reigns? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, realistically, that's Cody's championship to win. That's the WWE championship. Yeah. Yeah. So why? And so not that's have, what he wants. Why not? So have do we have Seth Punk versus Rollins? Seth Rollins? Because Seth Rollins, yeah. they, they did some things about the Shield, right? Earlier during the during the pre-show. So yeah, you know they were originally they were the Shield for CM Punk. Exactly. Yeah. You're right on the money. What I was just going to bring up. So it, wow. that could be Rollins's next target. Of course, you got Damian Priest, who's still got the briefcase. Yeah. Well, I don't know that um Panda went to commercial. The thing is with I don't know, man. It's just a weird combo, man. Yeah, I don't I don't get this. It's weird on the concept of who you want to put this person matched up with. Yeah. Because yeah. now you got all these other people involved. And who knows, maybe Randy sneaks his name involved now too. I don't think Randy's got to have a title, though, at this point. I don't really think CM Punk has to either, but the realistic feud is this. But, um, you know, I don't know. It's a weird one. It's hard to say. You've got the Royal Rumble coming up in January. 
I'm glad nice. you come up with a real world title. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The real world champion. <laughs> if he did yep. that on this show, I'll be like, wow. Tony must be really flipping. Man, you know, yeah. You know, Tony, what you said Tony right throwing shit right now. What Brandon said earlier about um, them saying, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then it happens. Put, take into account that not only does CM Punk have a history with WWE, he also has history with UFC. Not sure. Not such a great one. <laughs> he does have a history. Well, no. But he has done MMA commentary before. Yes. Um, so there's, there's that. And he's an amazing commentator. So he may have a two way, he may have a two way deal, uh, with both companies because he was, he's a great color commentator. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and could you see him and, uh, uh, Rogan doing UFC pay per views? That'd be kind of cool. Okay, man. So you no, I don't know, man. That's too, that is, that's too cla- absolutely clashing personalities. But no. There was a there was a period of time where um I seen a couple of CM Punk he did some MMA commentary before I seen one of his little clips but it was a period of time in WWE where he did color commentary I guess he was hurt or something yeah um he was phenomenal yeah especially yeah, yeah. um he, he, I don't know if y'all remember I can't remember what year it was but it was Sammy Awards yeah yeah it, it, I can't remember what year that that particular Slammy Awards was. And I remember uh, William Shatner was up for the best, like, guest GM or something like that, and Shatner yeah. lost. And he's like, Shatner, he's like, Shatner got rocked. It was some of the best shit. And then I think he'd be a hell of a commentator. Yeah. And some old joke, too, whenever he decides to hang him up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. There's just so many. There's just so many toys to play with now. Yeah, yeah. Like you know. So let's see who's, who's going to be there at the press conference now. Yeah, we got the Kirk, first six Kirk, six Kirk, hour wrestling on my thoughts podcast. It would be hilarious if uh, if he walked out with a muzzle on. <laughs> <laughs> a bane mask. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, all these wrestling uh, nerds sitting there with uh, um, erections right now waiting for Steve Punk to walk out. God damn. I may or may not. Be, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. There you go. Hey, turn the music man, down. We're trying to listen to this guy. I, 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 hey, man, as we say. I'm a huge CM Punk nerd. I, I, I don't have an erection right now, but I have a huge Why do I have the music playing over him talking? Or as we used to say back in the day, you didn't cream yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I see. But man, I see. You know, it's not just cream myself down. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever heard that. I was like, "What?" Yeah, what? <laughs> I can't believe they're still running the music. Snap into it. Hey, man, I. I, I have you guys heard Jonathan Coachman talk about WWE lately? Yeah, you should. Did you I see didn't know he had like that. Yes. Yeah. He was like, they, they, they did him wrong. Never go back. How do you yeah. bounce a check? How do you bounce a check if you're WWE in that no. in this time frame? It's Vince McMahon. It's Vince McMahon. Come on, Vince McMahon. Yeah, he wouldn't want to pay somebody like that. But not him and Vince. Him and Vince were boys. I think at that point, I don't know if. Vince well, yeah, until he ghosted them. 
until yeah. he ghosted him and be like, yeah. It was tight. It was really tight. So I don't know what happened with that. But... I mean, he, Coach Me left, came back, did everybody a favor in that company. This is hilarious. They're really screwing this up. Wow. Yeah. And they, um, I'm surprised Time Warner, allowed, I think that Warner Records owns this, owns the rights to this song. I'm surprised that, that they would allow them to use this one again, but that's fine. Hey man, money talks and bullshit walks, I guess. I guess so. Also, um, uh, um, shit. <laughs> these guys just re these, these guys just re-released this song too. Yep, that was the other thing. They were like, "Why would they re-release the song now?" This particular weekend. Hmm. I guess. Now well, they knew. I guess now they knew it was about to get knew, played. It was about to go down. Yeah. Now we just need AJ AJ Lee back as well. Yeah. Yummy. Uh, I feel like get y'all crazy. Y'all got to try. So I wouldn't even trying to go there. No, I don't think she'll wrestle again. I don't either. I don't either. Nah. Dang, that's a shame though, because she like kind of. I feel like she kind of missed out. And it, I, you I know, mean, the funny part is though, out. how weird is it? Like two months ago, Adam Copeland was on Raw. Everybody was on SmackDown for <laughs> WWE, and it's Punk was over there and AEW. Now it's, it's, like it's a, a role reversal. It's the other way around now. It's like they, they did a challenge switch. Jump ships and they, yeah, let's, they just went past each other. They say, "I'll take this company, you take that company." Okay, fine. Let's let's, let's go around, around the, the table a little bit right now because with with Punk coming back to WWE. And um, all the stuff that happened in AEW and all the stuff that happened in WWE before. There's the contingent of people that seem to think that CM Punk is, was, will be the problem. Um, I'll start with you, Brandon. Do, do you think that he was the problem, that he was the issue? Not necessarily. Okay. Because if he was the if, if if it was that bad and he was the issue, why do people keep hiring him to work for their company? I don't mm-hmm. disagree. I don't it's agree. almost like remember um Terrell Owens in the NFL. Who's having there the same debate? Every team he went to, if something went wrong, it was his fault. That's because he was just so outspoken. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the same thing with CM Punk. I think CM Punk actually means well. I a hundred percent agree with you there. Now, I think I just, he does. I think he legitimately does mean well. It's just that you just have some people who just don't like the way, or they're not comfortable with the way he comes off because I, I of how he is how he delivers the me- whatever it is message that he's trying to deliver is just the way that he goes about it, and people just don't like it, right. or they don't they're not receptive to. It. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I think he means well, and I know that he loves the wrestling business and he cares about the wrestling business. Yes. And wherever he goes, he wants to, you know, make it work. Why wouldn't you? But now you, you know. know. Okay, I'm I'm interested in hearing what Triple H has to say about CM, CM Punk. Yeah. Oh. What if what if CM Punk now says I don't need to work with him? He needs to work with me. <laughs> Uh-huh. See, we can't have that match now because Triple H is retired. <laughs> no, I know it. We can't have that match now. Look at look at this shit. Question yeah. in just a moment. About twenty five years ago, would you ever been able to see Triple H like this up in a press oh, conference? He got on a read and go, "Hell no!" <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Geppetto. 
Oh, he's jacked. Readers. He would be jacked up and ready to go. Yep. Damn readers. <laughs> he's just missing. He don't have the string around his neck to hold him. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody to undo the plans that he leaves. You know what? That's probably why that match ended the way it ended. They ain't want to uh, wear the crowd out. Wonder what Vince is thinking. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! I should have put my son Shane involved. <laughs> well, we're just gonna do what's best for business. <laughs> I gotta trim my mustache. Damn it. Where's my cane? I look like creepy Walt Disney. Higher <laughs> <laughs> to the railroad tracks. <laughs> that was good. So, the, the thing with, uh, with Punk, are we listening to Hunter or are we talking still about Punk? Of course. Why is his chest red? He hot. <laughs> he must have been jumping up and down in the back. Gunther <laughs> slapping a couple of pictures. The downside. Also, look at that crooked. Speaker, uh, Punk coming back is that nobody knows what they're about this fucking paper. We don't have all the final numbers in yet, but we they want to talk yep. about Punk. So, um, yep. Very, very exciting. A did he be sad? No, no you know, he, he tore his quad. You know I mean? uh, we he tore his quad last year. Ah, okay. Oh. During the 24-7 championship runs? Yep. Oh. I think they were getting ready to do something else with him. And then he tore his quad. He was in the match. He tore his quad. I am a wrestling god. Now look at Corbin. <laughs> Back to where it all started. So Kurt, let me let me ask you, um do you think the punk is was or will be the problem? I don't think he had a problem. I don't think he'll be a problem in WWE, but I do think he was a problem in AEW. Okay. 
I'll I'll reply to that once I give give my thoughts. Um, Hill Club, what about you? You think that uh, that CM Punk was, is, and will be the problem? Um, you know. uh, it's it's a coin toss up in the air. I mean, he did so much for this company and then just left on his own terms because he didn't like how it was being written for him. He didn't like it to his standards. And then he went over to Tony Khan and AEW and he was, you know, I think he was trying to be a, you know, part of the band, part of the leadership, but just didn't sit well with the young bucks, Omega, Jack Perry, uh, Tony Khan's intuition and his vision. So I think he'll be okay back in the company that he once knew and this is in the company that's under Vince's reign. So he can do a little bit more here now than he could back then. What about you, Adam? Do you, you, uh, what's your view on, on CM Punk in terms of if he was the problem? No, uh, he, I don't believe that he was the problem. He, uh, the backstage issues with the glass and all that bullshit with Jack Perry, Jack Perry was the problem. But CM Punk came in to AEW as part of the deal that added the extra show to Saturday night with TNT and Turner. And they wanted somebody to hang their coat on on that, on that show because the rest of the indie guys that were there that were taking those bookings on Saturday night, a lot of those guys didn't want to be there, whether it was going to Japan or whether it was PWG or GCW at different places. Those guys are making some money on the weekends wrestling. That's what made AEW being on on Wednesday nights nice because a lot of those guys are still taking independent bookings. Same thing with the Ring of Honor people. And so they they signed PM Punk with the intention of him being the anchor of that Saturday night live show that he didn't have to worry about or complain about those indie indie shows he was missing. And so they wanted that. and And TNT paid for part of that. But... CM Punk pointing out the inmates running the asylum, quote unquote, and letting them want to do what they want to do. And then going to go, he didn't go through the proper channels to explain to them what the deal was, but the word got around backstage that they wanted to do the, the windshield gimmick where they we were going to throw somebody through a windshield. I even forget who, maybe even Luchasaurus, I forget who the, who the Jack Perry feud was with at that point. And so they wanted to go crashing through some car window, and then it was just a meaningless, stupid match that they were doing on Saturday night. And Punk was like, if you're going to do something like this, make it part of the pay-per-view and build to this, but it's not safe to go through a windshield or go through a car window because look at what happened to Goldberg. Look at what happened when you're using real real glass for things yeah. like that. And it was a it was a veteran going – don't do do something stupid that can put you on the shelf for six months or a year because you want to pop a pop a rating on a Saturday night t- or a TV show, you know. And so he did that. People came to him and said, "You need to go to Jack because maybe he'll respect you because we told Jack not to do this." Punk did that. Then it became Punk uh, putting his two cents worth in, and Punk didn't get along with the Young Bucks. He didn't get along with Kenny Omega. He didn't get along with those guys. Because he wasn't one of their buddies that they brought into the company, just like they did everybody else. Right. And so that was where the where the heat came from, and they got into argument backstage because of it. 
and that kind of thing. But they weren't even on the exact same shows. It just happened. And so it wasn't really that he was a problem. He said what a lot of us say about that show. Don't take unnecessary risks to, to, to pop a rating on something like this. If you're going to do something big, do it on a pay-per-view. It's the same way with Moxley blading every 10 minutes on, on, a, on a Wednesday night. It doesn't mean anything at that point. You bleeding every match doesn't mean every, mean everything. Uh, it doesn't mean anything. And so I don't think he was the problem. I just think that they saw an opportunity to get rid of him, and the young bucks were like, we don't really like him, Tony. We think he should go away, and he did this, and it was a lot of backstage rumor that happened, and there, there really wasn't any kind of an investigation into what really happened because it was just he said, she said. And they ended up getting rid of the one guy they could get rid of. You can't fire the people that are contractually part owners of the company. So you get rid now, of the one guy that's not. Yeah, wait a minute. I always Adam, thought he I, would be back because he, he he made money for them, and it was part of the Saturday night TV deal that they signed. Now, Adam, and, remember? And, see, and, you, and I'll tell you that's the truth because you'll see after they announced they released CM Punk, they made a statement and released statement that all of their roster would be available for Saturday night because at one point they had a split roster between the two shows and they made a big deal about it but once Punk left Tony Khan had to appease the TNT people for the Saturday night spot and he made everybody available to the Saturday night show that happened right after that now wait a minute Adam you said about how the young bucks and everything had ownership or partnership and everything with the company. Um, yes. I brought this guy, the, the guy's attention last week. That I saw that the young bucks usually have their names with the, you know, vice president logo of operations or something like that on there. EVPs, yeah. They didn't have that on there anymore. For the on company. what? On their roster. When they showed their roster, the name. Oh, like on their website? Hey, yeah, Nick Jackson in. and Matt Jackson. Wait, hold on, I'm gonna cut in. They're talking yeah. about CM Punk right now.
a different company. And we're all uh, we're all on a on a same even starting now. So what's next for CM Punk? That'll be interesting one. Yeah, I'm 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 interested to see that myself. I know whatever it is we talked about, it'll be exciting. Um, and it'll be a thrill ride for the WWE universe no matter no matter what it is. Um, and I'm thrilled. We're all thrilled. Um back here and um dab back you know cliche to say but I'm back home in WWE where it belongs. And yeah, that's not the wrestling. Um just to follow up on uh, Emily. Hi, uh, Nick Houseman, how's the wrestling? Um just to kind of follow up on Emily's question there. Um how much of this was something that you know you were pushing for as opposed to TKO was pushing for and artists are pushing for obviously the dynamic has shifted a lot. It was there has been zero push from anybody past the um, you know, it's, it's, um, myself, Nick Khan, to be honest, uh, very few people knew about it past that, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a funny thing now, because all of a sudden there's like this mystery entity behind that. We're interested to kind of know how that yeah. dynamic is working, that's why I asked it. Like, um, yeah, we're, we're doing our thing. And we're trusted to do our thing and trusted to do right for business. And, um, the clowns are here. Well, uh, I have to be honest <laughs> Probably the top people at TKO. Killjoy. Anyway, I see him point when they're Royal Rumble. Oh, no. I'll try to. If they do that. Anyway, I see him point when they're Royal Rumble. Oh, my God. Which I think who else is going to win? Oh, he ain't going to win in two years in a row. So, what I was going to say about um, CM Punk, I, I don't think he was the problem. Um, I think that he has a direct way of speaking to people that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Um, the, the analogy I'll, I'll use is like talking to a Southern person versus talking to a New Yorker. Um, a Southern people, most most of the time, we're going to go around the world to try to you know, not hurt your feelings. Not, we're going to tell you what's wrong, but we're going to do it in the nicest way possible. Right. And whereas the New York going to give you some Kool-Aid. Yeah. Whereas the New York folks is like, yeah, hey, you suck. Um, Just like that. And I think that Punk Punk was in an unwinnable position because what Adam said, they went to Adam, or went to Adam, they went to Punk and asked Punk to talk to to Jungle Boy. Um, So it wasn't like he just asserted himself as that authority figure. 
Now, I think that he was vocal about wanting to do good shit and putting on a good program. And he knew that what the Young Bucks were doing, what Moxley was doing, wasn't good shit. And I think um, to speak to the Bucks directly, I think what pissed the Bucks off about him is Punk said something to the effect, this is a long while ago, um, but said something to the effect about them not knowing how to conduct business because they were trying to talk the possibility of him coming to AEW over fucking text messages. So there was no phone calls, nothing like that. Kind of like, hey, dude, how would you like to come work for us? Or something like that. And Punk is a businessman. Um, he said it in that media scrum that, that he's trying to run a business, which I thought was a very interesting interesting way of phrasing that, that night. I thought maybe he had some, some vested interest in AEW at that point. Um, but no, I, I don't think he was the problem. Um, I don't think he was, uh, was a problem in WWE outside of the fact is, or outside of the fact of him being who he is and not, not doing dumb shit. So, um, I, I, I'm biased. I admit it because I, I said earlier that I'm a CM Punk Mark, but, um, I think this is good for him and good for the WWE, especially coming off the way he was let go of uh, in AEW. And I think Adam's right that this just, that situation with Jungle Boy just presented them with an opportunity to get rid of somebody that they really didn't want there anyway. A scapegoat. Yeah. Well, Jungle Boy's been gone too, kids. He hadn't been there. Thank you, Paul. And so he got in trouble for that. But this is the thing is that, too, is that what it highlighted honestly was, like I said, the inmates running the asylum part of AEW. How many times do you watch a WWE show? And we saw it tonight in a pay-per-view, which is really weird. But usually on a WWE show, you don't see the same stuff match to match to match. Mm -hmm. There's stuff that's like indie cool that people do all the time and this stupid thing like i went to an indie show a couple weeks ago as a fan and i saw three different matches out of the seven matches where the dudes took turns chopping each other in the chest and they did the i'm gonna chop you you chop me i chop you chops back and forth chop 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 the baby face screams oh hit me and then bustles up and i they did that in three separate matches in this one seven-match show that I went to. And that comes from somebody laying out a match and somebody being in charge of what happens on the show. And so there's a certain thing that has to ha- Like You can't have the same thing happening all the entire show. Make, make things different. You know, you can say, okay... This is uh you're gonna you're gonna finish the match with this. There's gonna be a ref bump here, and this person's gonna run in. Then there's gonna be you're gonna be a clean finish here. You're gonna hit your finisher on them and get the one two three after that. Somebody has to be back there to lay that out. And I think Tony Khan's too much of a little wimp to go around and tell people what to do. I don't think he, as 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 rotten of a spoiled brat that he probably is. And he's a smart businessman to begin with, but he's inherited the money, and this is dad's money he's playing with. But I think that he's too much of a, I want to be friends with the wrestlers to tell people that they can't do certain things. And so he just let them go on their own and make up their own matches. And so you'll see where the same thing happens in two or three matches in a night, and it's just like, oh, God, why why didn't these people talk? 
And so that's why you have production meetings and why you have an agent. Each one of these matches that you saw tonight on WWE has an, has an agent that's assigned to the match to lay out the match. And they have a meeting before the show, and the agent's told how much time they get and what the finish is going to be. And they talk a little bit about how they're going to arrange the match. And then the agent goes and does that, and then they have a meeting later before the show starts. And the agent says, okay, this is going to be the heat. This is when their comeback's going to happen. This is what the finish is. And you guys work things out amongst each other in one big room. That way you don't do the same thing. Right. The kendo sticks and the tables and all that crap in the match, in both of the War Games matches, was the same stuff, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, that's it, it, just picking at them. But it doesn't happen on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But you, you can imagine at the beginning of AEW, Every single match, somebody did a damn tope suicida or some kind of a dive through the ropes onto somebody on the crowd. Or there's six people, there's six people standing on the floor while the guy's trying to balance himself on the turnbuckle to do a moonsault from the top turnbuckle. And they're all standing there looking at him, and they're in the camera shot looking at the guys standing up there. And so that would happen a lot during the show. And the product has gotten better because of that. Now they have agents that do the matches and they do that kind of thing. It's still terrible, but it's getting better. But they, they don't have, like I said, they don't have those big production meetings like WWE does and know what they're doing before the show. Well, let me, let me and that, that's and CM Punk doing that led to that change happening because it highlighted something that was the legitimate problem with them. Let me ask. This. And so, even though they hated that happening and the, they got rid of them because of it, it highlighted an issue that that existed with it within their company, and it, it was it sucked that he had to he had to do that, but it made it better for them. And having more older WWE guys that are there makes it a little bit better. But there there's not there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of backstage guys that are producers for the for the show. And it's um, they they have that for WWE. I'm probably like Chris Park and Hurricane, and those guys are all running around backstage, and they're the ones you'll see probably the next day or so. You'll see a list of who the agents were for each match, and so. But that's something WWE's done for two decades now, and AEW never did it, not even not to begin with at all. And so it, it made their show look look weird. It made their show look indie when it wasn't. So let, let me ask this, and, and, and we'll keep it brief with these answers here, but because um, we're going to get ready to wrap up the show here in just a second. But um, I'll start with Adam. Adam, you said uh, that it's getting better. My question is, is it too little too late for AEW? Because the, the, um, the attendance is continuously going down. If there's no bigger argument for what Punk brought to that, that promotion, Look at the um, collision ratings with Punk and look at the collision ratings after Punk. So just real quick, Adam, do you, and, and then I'll go to, to Hill Club and everybody else, but do you think it's too little too late for AEW? No, I don't think that the collision rating necessarily has anything to do with CM Punk not being there. I'll tell you why. So I'm watching a WWE pay-per-view, and on my iPad I've got Georgia, Georgia Tech on. It's football season, guys. People aren't watching wrestling on Saturday night. Fair point. I mean, that's that's pretty much that's a pretty much a thing. And so the the numbers are going to be down. The same reason that WWE doesn't run their pay per views on Sunday nights anymore is because of the national 
football league. Yep. And so they don't run those pay-per-views on Sundays anymore because of that. And, uh, so, and so there's part of, that's part of it there. But, um, you know, the, the ratings are going to be what they are, but I don't necessarily think that it has anything to do with the quality of the matches that are there because you're realistically looking at two completely different products. You really are. I mean, your WWE is sports entertainment and this is wrestling and there's more wrestling on an, a two hour show on of dynamite on Wednesdays than you'll find the entire week over three WWE shows. If you look at bell to bell, match to match, there's more wrestling on, on two hours worth of dynamite than there's on Monday night Raw's three hours, SmackDown's two hours. And I'll probably go in and say the two hour NXT show on Wednesdays. There's probably more wrestling on that one show than those than those three shows combined. Okay, good. I mean, bell to bell, because you're getting more wrestling for the product. You're getting a soap opera. You're getting drama. You're getting talking. You're getting sports entertainment here on WWE's product, but you're getting wrestling on there. And so it's a different crowd. It's different people that are watching it. I think the crossover is is is, min- is minimal, but you're also looking at there's so much content out there now where. There used to be, like, when Friends was on NBC in their heyday, there were 30 million people watching Friends every single every single Thursday night. Now a hit show on a broadcast network is 4 million people watching it. There's just way too much out there to consume for people to be worried about ratings and things like that. If you get a million people watching your show on TNT or TBS, that's a hit. It really is. I think it's less than three million people a week watch Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I it's know, a hit. I know it's. Yeah, uh, I know it's yeah. right around three million because SmackDown yeah. normally brings in about two, and Raw normally brings in about one. Um, yeah. So, Hill Club, what do you so. think? Um, real quick, what do you think? Is 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 it too little, too late for AEW, or do you think they can they can pull the nose up, so to speak? <laughs> they're in a hole that they're trying to dig themselves out of. And I think it's just maybe a little too late for them because of how they're, they're trying everything in the book. They're trying to bring everybody in, whoever's out there. And don't forget, too, they're going to bring in some other names out there that WWE cut, like Ziggler is supposed to be showing up there some point soon. I don't know if he'll save the gracious of that company, but he may draw a little tiny bit of ratings. So you have to get somebody really, really, really big and really well-known for some, that company to really shine. They're going to lose Sting, and obviously a lot of fans still like Sting, even though at his age, but they don't have the criteria to have big stars come there and save that company. Look at Impact. Impact tried to do the same thing. And right now, they're starting all over again with the young talent. Not bringing in the old talent anymore. They're bringing in the young stars. So I think it should be every company needs to learn to bring in the young kids. Uh, I'll, I'll say this, and I'll kick it over to Kurt. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's too late, too little too late for them. Um because they have that core audience of fans with AEW that are going to be there week in and week out. doesn't matter what's on TV, much like WWE. Um, and so I think that amount of fans is just enough to keep them viable on television. Um, 
I don't like a lot of things that they do creatively. And, you know, it's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek comment to say creatively because a lot of it, to me, I shouldn't say a lot, some of it is not very creative to me. Um, I I don't know that they're going to go anywhere, at at least right now, I don't think they're going to go anywhere near the one, two, or three million mark. Um, but there, I also have to remember that this is a, a infant of a promotion. They're only well, toddler. They're, they're only four years old. Um, but to kind of speak on what Adam said earlier about Tony Khan and playing with his dad's money, I said something to a, to a fan the other day who said that uh, on, uh, on Facebook said that AEW can finally stop booking for Dave Meltzer. They don't book for Dave Meltzer. Meltzer likes what they book, but that's just a byproduct of the booking. Um, Tony is a mark. And that's not a knock on him because I'm a mark for wrestling too. But Tony is a mark. The mark owns the company. The mark is the CEO of the company. The mark is, is, is the head of creative. As far as I know, he's the only one putting anything together as far as booking for that company. So you have a mark booking his company, his promotion, like he booked his E-Feds. And that's just not very entertaining to the the larger segment of wrestling fans, and it's certainly not enjoyable to the casual fans. So, with that said, Kurt, um, what are your opinions on that? Do you think AEW is in too big of a hole to get out, or do you think there's still maybe some hope for them? I think it's always hope, but I don't care what wrestler or superstar they come in. If Tony Khan is still going to book it the way it's booking, it's not going to get any better. And that's just the bottom line. He has to change the way he thinks. You need to bring somebody else in to help him book the shows. I agree. Because they have talent. The talent is not the issue. It's just his book. His booking sucks. As long as they don't bring in Vince Russo. Oh, my God. Oh, hell hell no. Bro, bro, bro. bro. I don't think anyone wants that. No, hell no. But I I'd rather take this show. He has to bring somebody in to help him book because his booking is, is terrible. Well, realistically, the randomness of what happens on their show every week just doesn't make any sense. It's almost like there's no, no playing a lot of times. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's what's hard to do is that there's no there's no clear cut clear cut plan uh, month to month. You know, right now WWE knows what the main event is going to be at WrestleMania. Correct. Correct. They knew it after the end of last WrestleMania. Correct. And Tony Khan doesn't know what's going to happen on Wednesday no. probably right now. Exactly. And, like, let me let me throw this against the wall and see what's sick. Yeah. And, and that, that does not work. And part of the part of the problem too with um, with uh, AEW is is that they they have have to run in the secondary arenas in certain markets because of how long it takes them to set up uh, for their show. Um, because they're not very good at it like WWE is, where they can go from one place to another in a night, it takes them almost a full day to set up their setup. Um, so they have to go into the secondary arena. Um, that's why they were in this little podunk place in Chicago last week, um, where uh, the, you got the Rosemont Horizon and then you got the United Center that are in Chicago, or Rosemont Horizon is obviously not in Chicago, but close enough. And then they're in whatever the third arena is in Chicago. When they come to Atlanta, they're at Gas South up in Gwinnett. They're not at at at, uh, at State Farm Arena. They're not at those bigger arenas. And to be honest with you, 
sometimes those secondary arenas aren't necessarily in the best place in the planet to go to shows. And so a lot of the people that watch their show don't want to go to that part of town to go watch the show. And so it hurts their ticket sales. But then also those secondary arenas usually top out around 13,000 people. And there was a spot on Dynamite on Wednesday, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but they had gone around like on the ringside area. Oh, it was when Adam Cole and MJF came out on crutches and they walked around to the hard cam side and they were showing them walk on the side of the ring. There was no one on the hard cam side outside of the front two rows that were on the floor. The entire, all the seats back there were blocked off where they were at. And so they're having to block off a lot of seats because they're not selling out, but they're in a, a dump arena in the, in the, the fourth, the fourth or fifth largest arena in Chicago doing their show. Or they'll say, we're coming to the Atlanta area, quote unquote, on a show, or they were coming to the Seattle area and there's some place that's 45 minutes outside of Seattle. My, one of the guys I work with that's at Southern Fried, he works for AEW, and he's a transportation coordinator. So he gets people from the airport to the hotel to the arena. Like he drives, he drives cars and vans for AEW. That's what his job is. And so, because they go to some some weird arenas in odd, sketchy places. And so, um, but yeah, it's just it's just part of until they can get their crew to set up an arena in a day or in less than a day, they have to go into these crappy places. But then you don't want to rent out State Farm Arena and sell 6,000 tickets. Sure. So you've got a little bit of a balancing act that's there. If you're only selling 7,000 tickets in a in a 12,000-seat arena, is going to State Farm going to change how many tickets you sell? I don't know that that's going to happen yet. They've got to build that, but... They're just in those sketchy, weird, stupid arenas because it takes them two days to set up. And if they if they would get rid of their stage and they would just make it a floor set up like WWE does, they've got WWE. WWE used to have the Titantron and the stage and Pyro coming through it. That would take hours to set up, and that's the same way AEW has their setup. And you could just set you could set up the arena. It takes thirty minutes, less than thirty minutes for a pro to to set up a ring. Um, you know, it doesn't take long to do the ring stuff. It's just getting everything else in. And they have the ability with TBS and TNT Sports to do that and just come in with a truck and set up just like you're doing a football game or an NBA game. Um, but the, everything else that they have to set up there, their lighting rig and all that stuff, it takes them forever to do. They're just not good at it yet. Let's, let's kick it over to Brandon. What's, uh, what's your opinion, Brandon, about AEW? Is, is it? Uh, too little, too late to, to right the ship, or do they still stand a chance? They still stand a chance. They got time. It's just that, you know, as I always say, um, AEW is the land of the dream matches. Because, as we just stated earlier, you have an owner who's a mark for the business, nothing wrong with it, and it's like he's, um, I think I said this on last week's show, I said he just puts together matches like he in his room playing with the um, playing with action figures with the actual ring and the tight drawing. Yeah, you did. I and, so, you did. and so, so it's literally how he books his shows or whatever. So, you know, um, but now they have a chance. It's just, you know, something's got to change. They have plenty of talent. Um, they have a lot of young talent. And they have a lot of, uh, you know, wrestlers that's there that really want to wrestle and want to put on a good show. You just got to put them in place. You just got to put everybody in place to be successful. And the way that Tony Khan is booking that, 
Um, Plus, don't forget to. I almost said territory. The way he's working that company is just not. It's not sustainable, not for a long yep. time. But I still think they have a shot. And I actually went to Adams Point. I went to that show when they had that show up there in Gas South. And yeah, the side that I was almost kind of sitting on, there wasn't nobody behind that hard camera. Nope. Barely. I would say it might have been maybe 20 people back there. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget, too, though, they're splitting some of these guys up, too, and everything. You know, it's like. Ethan right. Page was on AEW. He's going. He's in uh, Ring of Honor. Right. Tony Khan's got Ring of Honor. So anybody who's not on AEW, oh, of course they're going to be on a, something. We'll put them in Ring of Honor just to start off with. Just like how right. Eddie, Eddie Kingston's on there, and he's their world champion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's important for those guys to get reps, and if they're not on TV all the time, but under contract, I get them doing the Ring of Honor stuff, and that that's cool. They do that. They do those tapings during the week, um, down at, at down at Universal. Um, so they kind of do that. They do that when they're kind of off. Um, but they, they go down there and they'll, they'll do two or three shows worth of tapings at once. And, um, you know, so it, it's not too bad. It's keeping those guys and getting them time in the ring, which is important, especially for younger guys. So, yeah. um, Marcus and Griff go down there and they do their shows and they, they do their things and, posies down there and all that stuff and so their guys are out there getting those reps and that's it's important to have ring time because they've got dudes getting hurt all the time and needing needing people to come up but um, yeah no kidding but now it's a good i think that the roh thing is a good idea and it's it's a good place for them to go and get the time in the ring that they need because you know you don't need to be off tv for too long not wrestling that's not good for anybody yeah they've they've got guys in that in that promotion that have been wrestling excuse me, for 10, 15 years, yeah. but have never been on TV. And there's a, yeah. there's yes. a difference in, in wrestling. And, and Adam, you can speak directly to this with the work that you do, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a huge difference in wrestling uh, in, a, in a, say, 2,000, 3,000-seat arena and wrestling on TV. Um, yes. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 very important that those guys get their reps in. Um, so I, I'm like that with with Brandon and, and and Adam. Yeah, there's no issue there, but it's- they're so bad at it, they have to do picture in picture. Mm-hmm. Think about a WWE match on television, and you know they're going to commercial break. Here comes somebody. Damian Priest dives over the top rope onto Jay Uso on the floor, and they both pile out. Hey, I know they're going to commercial break right now. Those guys on AEW don't, they can't get their time cues down. They can't get any time cues for their, so they go to picture in picture and just let them continue to work because they can't throw to commercial. There's a couple times that they do it. They don't do picture in picture, but most of the time they do picture in picture because the guys don't know to take a break. You know, like you'll have a guy do, do a dive out onto the floor and it goes to a WWE commercial break, and they come back, and they might be starting back up again. But you'll see that when the, when you go to a live Raw, you'll know when they're doing a commercial break because the guys aren't really doing much. And then once they come back, the referee iggies them, hey, we're back from commercial. Those referees, I don't think even – I'm sure they have earpieces in, but it, they you wouldn't think that they did how some of this stuff happens. But um, on the note with Sting, though, I – desperately want his last match to be against a heel Adam Copeland. I so hope that they're going that route with him. him tie, I, I would love that match. I can't think of anybody else in AEW that uh, that I'd love to see Sting wrestle. It'll be a first and last time ever, and that'd probably be one of the biggest matches AEW will ever have. You ain't kidding. Ever. 
and they and there's no and I promise to God if they fuck this up, yeah, you gonna lose. They're gonna lose even more viewers if they fuck this up because yeah, Sting is special. I'm not trying to go on no tangent because you know I will, but yeah. Sting is very special to a lot of us, including yeah. Edge. He was, that was one of his um um that was one of his inspirations to get into wrestling in the first place, and I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. 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 I hope so. Make sure they send 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 my ball off the right way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the uh, that's the only real way that I think that uh, that's the only match that makes sense. I don't want to see him wrestle Christian. Um, you know, whatever. But um, yeah. Uh, I I think I think that's the one guy in AEW that he could go out with. The only other person I think, just because of their history in TN, TNA, is uh, Joe. But I don't I don't think him and Samoa Joe is a good match. Nah, I don't either. I think we've seen that enough already. So, folks, we're gonna get ready to uh, to end the show. We appreciate everybody that tuned in as we did the broadcast. Once again, <clears throat> excuse me. We apologize for the the. Lengthy delay. Apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, we'll make sure to iron that out beforehand. Um, but uh, it has been a wonderful 2023. Uh, Hill Club, thank you especially for being there for just about as far as I can think of every episode. Um, thank you for always being active on social media for us. And uh, uh, we look forward to 2024. Um, of course, I'll let uh, Kurt and Brandon speak for themselves. But um, look forward to some of the changes that we're going to do, the format changes. Um, and it, it's just something that we want to grow. We love doing this. And I like doing this tonight, all three of us uh, together. We'll get that worked out where it'll, where it'll be better next time. Um, but uh, real briefly, uh, Hill Club, anything you want to say before we get out of here? I appreciate you guys having me on here. I'm just, ever since this whole seat here and everything, I sat in, listening in on the shows, chimed in. Uh, it was an honor for me to come on here on a special night for you guys. So, hey, I cannot wait to see what happens next year. All right. And so Heel Club, is this George? Yes. Okay, good deal, man. Good to meet you, man. Good to finally talk to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it kind of threw me off today when he when he checked in as George as well. Like, I knew yeah. his name, but it, it kind of, I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. That's Hill Club. Why is he in here? There you go. Yeah, we hooked up on Facebook here earlier, so that's cool. <laughs> good deal, man. Uh, Adam, what uh, what would you like to say to the people? And feel free to, to plug uh, Southern Fried Championship Wrestling, your next upcoming show. Uh, but what would you like to say before we get out of here? Man, thank you guys for having me on. I had a blast. I hope it wasn't too long-winded. I get that way sometimes, but um, I appreciate you guys having. Look at Cody selling the Slim Jims. Dusty would be proud. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I appreciate you guys having me on. I had a, oh, look, you couldn't even get it open. Come on, Cody. You better just snap into it. There you go. Nice. That's got to be embarrassing. Hey, my macho man up there laughing somewhere. He used to wrestle for AEW. He's used to a Slim Jim not selling for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But I really appreciate you guys. Um, I, I, I wish I had time to listen to every one of y'all's episodes and everything, man. But I enjoyed hanging out with y'all tonight and talking to you guys. Um, uh, it was a fun night. I was very surprised at Punk walking out. This is wild. So, 
Uh, should be an interesting Monday. Uh, next show for Southern Fried, December 16th, we're going to be there. Santa Claus is going to be in the house. Um, we're going to have a great night of action here. New uh, Southern, uh, excuse me, new Anarchy Champion and current Southern Fried Heavyweight Champion Judas will be in the house, as will Sauer Noro from uh, both of those men from the NWA. Uh, neither one of those men have done cocaine on television. So that's uh, one thing there. And uh, even though their manager did, yes. Uh, so uh, they'll, they'll be there, uh, which uh, which will be fun. Um, but a good night of action, family-friendly uh, pro wrestling show. And uh, the independent circuit is the future, man. That's where these guys are coming up. Uh, Austin Theory, like we said, Austin Theory and Gigi Dolan. And, you know, you got Sal and Judas on, uh, on TV now and all that good stuff. Those people have all come through, uh, Marcus Cross and Griff Garrison. Those guys have all come through Southern Fry, man. They're part of the family over there. So, um, you never know your next favorite wrestler on TV. You might see him in Monroe for 10 bucks. Yeah. So it's good to see you. Good talking to you guys, man. Um, y'all have a good rest of the weekend. Thank you, Adam. We appreciate it. And, uh, appreciate you guys having me on, man. Thanks, guys. All right. No problem. Appreciate it. Brandon, right. what do you got for the folks before we get up out of town? Well, y'all, in a few minutes, we're going on vacation, fellas. <laughs> we're going on vacation. So, um, yeah, it's been a, um, this is one of the things that I um, look forward to doing every single week. Um, although, I, I ain't going to lie, sometimes there were days where I was just like, oh, I don't know, because I'm not feeling it. But once I got into it, it's like whatever it was I had on my mind just went away for a couple hours. So, you know, man, I'm grateful to have this podcast. I'm grateful to be a part of this podcast. I'm grateful to, you know, have y'all two. Well, Kurt's my brother-in-law, but he's like my brother. And run, you can become a brother. So, um, it's my uh. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it a little bit, but I think that you know it's appropriate. I think everybody needs a break at some point in order to come back. Don't, just just don't get mad back. at the Falcons lose tomorrow. Man, I'm, I'm so over this shit. I don't even want to talk about it. Hill why Club. Why you don't put me in the damn... Why you... 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 Why you had to go there? We're trying to get... Anyway, I'm, just, like, I'm just gonna act like... Look, I'm just gonna act like I ain't even hit it. Anyway. Um, but now... Uh, uh, yeah. So... But uh, yeah, um, fellas, this is a blast night. Um, and, you know, we sat and watched wrestling, talked shit, drank beer, and ate chicken, just like men are supposed to. So, <laughs> and, and I, I can't wanna, wait. I want to give a special shout out to Brandon rocking the, EC, the original ECW hat tonight. Do you know how long it took me to get one of these? And I, you know what? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy some more as soon as I find them. If I find the one with the, if I find the ECW hat with the purple letters on it, mm-hmm. the original one, I'm, I'm getting it, so I'm getting every 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 every, and I'm a I'm a person that love hats, so every one I can find, I'm getting it. But you know, man, this was um this is a um, this is an honor to be a part of this show. Um, I think that we built a good thing, and we're only going to get better and better and better. So, Kurt, there you what about go, you, man. And you got to to see before we get up out of here. Probably like good night, so. Oh, no, uh, we got good. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a good 2023. Looking forward to 2024. Uh, more better to come, and we're going to be more active on social media. Since we're going to be not recording, but we will be active on social media. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, we'll be back in January of 2024. Um, that date that we set to come back may fluctuate. Um, 
but uh, we will be back in January 2024. And before we get out of here, I want to send a uh, a uh, congratulations to Kurt in 2024. I believe it is. You're working on 19 years, right? 20. Oh, okay, 20. Okay, 20. Yep, 20. Cool, cool. Well, he made it to a to a milestone I couldn't make it to. So. <laughs> Congratulations, Amen. man! But, uh, but yeah, um, I, I, I've said what I had to say. Um, great 2023. Uh, when we went to Starcast Five and sat down on that couch in that uh, in that house, and Kurt pitched the idea about switching wrestling with my thoughts up to a wrestling themed podcast because um, conversations that Kurt and I had, I, I had expressed. Um, maybe even shutting down the podcast, no longer doing it because I was getting tired of doing it by myself. Um, so when Kurt suggested that, it was like, okay, I love this because it's wrestling. I love wrestling, and I get and I get somebody to be on too, uh, you know. And then Brandon, I got introduced to Brandon at Starcast Five, and and he was down with it too. So. We started that night and have been going since. Um, I don't know I'm down for anything. <laughs> I'll, I'll, keep, mm-hmm. I'll keep that I'll in my keep back, in my back, back pocket, pocket for I'm you. Down, I'm down for anything as long as it ain't going to cost me too much money or my life. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to drone on and on and on. I can beat, beat a dead horse here. We had a great time tonight. Um, I can't – and I don't know if it's because I didn't pay – we were talking during it, but I can't say it was a great pay-per-view, but we had fun. Um, yeah. So everybody, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, guys. man. Look, if, we, if I if I were on me, on me, cut y'all. But if I wasn't watching it with y'all, I would have fell asleep. <laughs> you were the GTS, huh? I, I fell asleep like I do every other pay per view. I just fall asleep. I, I, made, I made it to that. I've made it to that point of my thirties where I just don't make it past a certain time unless I'm actually doing something I or with other completely people. Completely relieved. I, I hear Seven year old man. <laughs> I have made it to that point. So, hey man, make sure you get one of them sleep studies, man. You might have sleep apnea and not know I, it. I, I am actually. That there you go. Fact, I was just, I was telling you about uh, next year. I had to change my, I changed my health insurance and everything, so I could have everything in one place. And you know, I do. There are a lot of things that I need to get checked out. Seriously. Yeah. I had a, um, I, I had a sleep apnea test. This is, we're so old. <laughs> Like my grandpa's talking, like I had a sleep apnea test and did the sleep study, and they said that I stopped breathing like 92 times an hour. And so I got a CPAP about a year ago, and I used to come home from work, and I'd be sitting on the couch eating dinner at 6:30 and falling asleep on the couch just because I wasn't getting any rest. And so if you feel that way, man, like I couldn't drive for more than about 30 minutes without trying to fall asleep. Yeah. That kind of stuff, man. It's a it's a life changer, man. To get one of those things, man. It's it's incredible. Yeah, my, one of my homeboys just got one. Man, God, he just yeah. uh, shout out to my homeboy. Shout, shout out to my homeboy Briggs. He just had a newborn baby boy. Him and his wife. Nice, very cool, man. Yeah. So you know, but he he got one of those too. He's like, he's like, hey, bro, you need to go on and get one because you know we'll talk about our health a lot. Yeah. Oh, um, you know, but like like I said, I don't want to. Go on for too long or go yeah. too in depth, but I know me personally, there are a lot of things that I seriously need to get checked out. Yeah. So, um, and so you know, once January rolls around, I'll be able to just you know go ahead and do what I need to do so I can take care of my health. Dude, honestly, man, what you need to do, you need to try and go around and find if you know what company you're going to insurance with, yeah. you need to try and go ahead and call around because those sleep study things are really hard to get. 
already know exactly where I'm going. Good deal, man. Good deal. Because I had to wait. I had to do like a take-home test first, and then they could do a sleep study. And then um, I had to hunt around for a place to do it because the one sleep study place I was going to was using these recalled Phillips uh, machines. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't about to do that. And so um, I ended up having to go to another place. But um, there's plenty of places around that do them. They just stay booked up. Okay. So, you know, get get that appointment as quick as you can because that's, uh, that's something that takes a while to get a hold of if you can do it. I will. Note taken. Appreciate cool. it. All right, man. Good deal. And this has been NPR, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this has been Delicious Dish. Well, I'm going to say this, Kurt, for the very last time in 2023, could you please send us out of here, sir? Or not. He did. But hey, see y'all next year. <laughs>